The following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op, in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. Virtuosos. This is your host, Demond Crittenden. And his co-host, Jules Houston. Dude. <laughs> all right, welcome back, guys. Uh, I just want to say, you know, start off, thank you guys for the love and support on all the social media platforms. Um, we appreciate that, you know, sharing our messages, you know, sharing our content. Appreciate that. We don't take that for granted. A lot of interactivity, too, which has been really nice. Yeah, right? a actually lot. some comments, people actually kind of pushing back against some of the yeah, stuff we're talking about, like, which yo, is we're nice. Not, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we we're not talking just to talk. Here, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, we, I want to hear your opinions. Us. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, I like to actually hear what y'all have to say besides just listening to us talk. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, what I'm saying? Like, you know talk to us, man. You know? And, you know, and, and if our nuggets take, you know, end up being cold, it's cold. You know? You know what I mean? It's what it is. But, you know. Or if you love Marvel that much and we messed up by saying that, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you love Marvel, let us know. Why? But. We got a lot to talk about today. Um, one being the actor strike is over. Finally, you know what I'm saying. You, you really things like that. You really don't like get into a grasp of how important it is until it happens. Until it happens, and you're sitting there watching and waiting for something to come yeah, out. Like, no, yo, come on, bro. Like, yo, just pay my man's already. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Dead so, ass, man. Um, damn, you want to, oh, Jules? Uh, yeah. You want to go ahead and speak <laughs> on you know some of the projects that finally got dates? Um, I know Venom. So I'm gonna start more so with with the deal they got. So the actors really kind of made out with this. They agreed to a deal at valued at a billion dollars, uh, which is pretty insane. Um, they're gonna get streaming participation bonuses now, which was a big thing before, where nobody was getting paid for the streaming services. Yep. You were literally, you could have the number one show on Netflix get zero dollars for it, mm-hmm. which is insane. Um, they're getting a minimum compensation increase, so basically a minimum wage increase, substantial increase for their pension and health caps, uh, pay increase for background actors, which is cool. You know, I mean, those are the ones that get scanned for AI and then they get thrown in there and it looks mm-hmm. real wonky. You yep. know what I'm saying? Contract provisions for protecting the diverse communities, and the big one for them was the major provisions for consent and compensation from AI. AI is obviously a big thing going right now. It's yep. going to be even bigger as the years go by. And that was something they really wanted protection from because you will see that a lot now. You know, a couple months ago, they were talking about how like their Disney and all that were really scanning people's faces without consent, and now they could use them anytime they wanted to, which is scary to think about. Mm-hmm. And so now that they got the protection on that, we're finally getting the strike is over, which is nice. We're getting pretty much all news since last night. So they, this news dropped last night at like dinner time. Yep. Everything's being announced now. Everybody's yeah, ready to get back to work. They, they, they're not waiting. They're, they're, say, they're not hesitating. They're ready to go. <laughs> so, got Venom. It was delayed to November 8, 2024. So, we got about a year now. Venom 3, I should say. Who knows what they're going to do with that? Mm-hmm. Um, I know, like, Venom, Let There Be Carnage didn't have, like, the best reviews ever. They're fun movies, but I don't know if they're ever going to connect to anything in the bigger arc, you know, the bigger overstanding arc. But with MCU doing the multiverse stuff, you never know. Yeah. Um,. We got Deadpool 3 resumed filming. Um, Brian Reynolds came out and basically promised that it's going to be out by summer 2024, which is a big one. Um, that's big for the MCU and all that. What else we got? Superman Legacy. First DCU film. They'll give the biggest one. It's going to start filming this March. What else here? Mortal Kombat 2, which was pretty cool. I like the first Mortal Kombat movie on HBO Max. Stranger Things is going to become is going to start filming again. And it looks like... Those are like the big ones. I mean, like Spider Man Beyond the Spider Verse is going to start its voiceover work again. Yep. I don't see that coming out in 2024, though. Yeah. I, I think I they're going to. I said March 2024. Yeah. I, I already and it already stretch. got pushed back, and that was before the, the strike really even started. Mm-hmm. So, or like right around the time it did. 
I don't see that really coming out this year. I could see that maybe being like mid twenty twenty five, a summer twenty twenty five thing, yeah. if we're lucky. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Did you see so too? So you know the Las Vegas Spear. You know how like that big thing out there now where they're always putting like the stuff on it uh-huh, right in yeah. the middle of Vegas. Yeah. It's first quarter of operations it lost a hundred million dollars. I don't know exactly how that thing works, like how they rent it out, but how yeah, do you lose, like, like, how it's do you just lose like a that giant, much money for something like in that area? Well, like. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't know like what they're charging to like put ads on it or whatever, but $100 million loss in its first quarter is crazy. That's Especially crazy. when they were like really dragging it, like how it, big that was going to be and like mm-hmm. it was like a cool thing. Mm-hmm. And the chief financial officer resigned. <laughs> Quit <laughs> right after. He was like, oh, like, shoot. Ah, like, money ain't really looking uh, how I thought it would. Like, you know what I mean? Let me maybe I should get up out of here yeah. before they before they yell at me. Quitting yeah, a job like that in Vegas is crazy. <laughs> like, yo, like to resign automatically is like actually insane. Because like, it's like you you knew you was doing something wrong. Yeah, like you must have been drunk or something. Uh, this will be cool for us. Like the Last of Us season two is going to start filming now. I know we're big Last of Us fans. Mm-hmm. Um, if that starts filming now, I mean, hopefully we could get it by the end of the year, maybe early 2025. Yep. Um, that's what I was really. Lo- I'm really looking forward to that. Inside Out two. I never saw the first one really. Like I, I feel like I saw it one time, but never really anything that I. Yeah, nothing that I really thought about. I want to say it's like the the biggest stuff that's been announced as of right now. Yeah, there's some more. Yeah, more announcements is gonna come out. But yeah, well, the boys got an update, so Mm -hmm. obviously that's gonna be something we talk about today, and that's something we're big fans of. Uh, Editing is done. VFX is halfway done. Music and sound is quarter of the way done. So that's probably gonna drop sometime in 2024. I'd imagine probably the halfway point or the end of it. The sooner the better. Obviously, but I don't want them to rush out a product if they're not ready for it. And no, that looks to be about it. But this is this really cool, anyways. Like I said, to have the actor strike end is big, especially for somebody like us. Our podcast is obviously heavily movie and TV based, mm-hmm. so to actually start getting in some new content that'll be you know exciting for us, so we can start getting more up to date with what's going on. Yeah, and it's been going on. I feel like an actor. Like this has been going on for so long. Like like we've been impacted by it. Like, <laughs> no, like we're literally like stretching crazy. stuff out. Like just like, like so, you know, yeah, what I'm saying? Like, like this is something like we're, we're we're trying to plan around it because you know, but, like the, the new movies have dropped. I'm not gonna act like they haven't, but at the same time, not what we were expecting. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of things got delayed. A lot of things got pushed back. Yep. It kind of messes up even our plans for like next year that we had for a lot of the projects because now everything got pushed back because the strikes are just now ending. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of the projects we could have had at the early big part of next year aren't going to be till the yeah, end or, gotta... you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of just planning around it. But like I said, it is really exciting to have the strike over. Good for the actors and all that. The writer strike obviously ended like a month or two ago. Yep. So it's cool to have everybody back getting paid fairly so that we could finally get back to making some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's the last of it. You know, they don't go no, back no. midway. Like, you know, everybody, everybody good, everybody happy. Like, that's, that's I, 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 I need the three-year deal to get extended before the three-year mark ends. That's what I'm like, saying. Like, like contract yeah. extension, like you sign, bring like back player tomorrow. Op- player option. Yeah, like, sign him back the next day. You know, do what you need to do, man. Like, I don't care how it is. You just got to handle it, man. So, you know, speaking of, you know, shows and movies and stuff of that nature, uh, Marvel, we did go in-depth uh, last week, kind of, you know, dog them. You know what I mean? But listen, uh, we, we don't hate Marvel, but we're not going to sit up here and act like the shit is just beautiful. You know, all roses and, and all that. So... You know, they did drop an Echo trailer, um, like you said, five episodes, I believe. Yep, five episodes. Um, now, me personally, I love the trailer, but, you know, Daredevil, Kingpin, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't see Echo really, like, being the star of her own show, which I know, think it's kind of sad. But you What know, I think is going to end up happening is I actually don't think Daredevil's going to be as involved as um, it looked. Yeah, as He it was looked, really mm-hmm. only got the one scene in the trailer. Obviously, I know you're going to hide a big character like that more mm-hmm. than what you did. I don't even see him. I know it looked like he was fighting Maya in the trailer, and 
I, I for five episodes, I hope they don't do that because you know obviously you're, you want to build the hype up with Kingpin, you want to build the hype up with Daredevil. Yeah. But you only have five episodes, and if the show's called Echo, we gotta deal with her for more than just you know one or two episodes, mm-hmm. and have her fighting Kingpin and Daredevil for the rest of it. I don't think you'll see him till like yeah, episode I, I think four. that's like episode four. Episode. It'll pop yeah. in. It'll almost be a handoff his project. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, that's fine. Like I, said, I could handle that. Like I just don't want him to be like first episode. Like oh look, here's Daredevil. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to build that up. Because, like I said, this trailer was cool. It seemed like her backstory is cool. Like, I kind of like that. You know, you're seeing her origin with, I want to say it was Native American. And she's really good. Yeah, like, she, she yeah. was really good in um, uh, and Hawkeye. Yeah, she was saying, like, really she, good. Like, she really uh, stood out yeah. to me. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think she's, she's going to, like, character. her humor's like, good and all that's going to be, like, the, I think she's going to be really good. The same thing with Hawkeye, though. Like, Kate Bishop, I feel like was, like, an afterthought in that show. Like, especially after Kingpin got revealed. Like, yeah, I well, could care too, less about Kate Bishop. Like, I could care less. I hope that don't happen to Echo, though. But, like, that's what I'm having, like, with there's too much going on. With these characters, like, that's what I need is, like, to, like, how we talked about last week. Let's build up the certain characters. You don't, we, we, the other characters that have already been established through other stuff. It's cool to see them, but we don't need them the entire time. Let's mm-hmm. build up some of these other smaller characters to get to them. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, and this is really cool too, because this is Marvel's first thing with Marvel spotlight, which is going to highlight a lot of the street heroes. Yep. And that's going to be super cool because we, that was another thing we touched on last week. Street heroes aren't getting a lot of love right so now. So what's spotlight? Cause I don't, I mean, I'm going to, play devil's advocate like what do you mean by that like so what's like spotlight? so when they dropped the trailer at the very end it's it, they highlight it in some marvel spotlight so like remember when we talked about daredevil getting it redone again right. so the daredevil show well now they're hiring the tv shows as like tv showrunners they're hiring tv like so this is kind of like when marvel was just on netflix yes like they almost this is almost like a different this is production. basically like a reboot of that and like, this is a different production department almost yes so you're gonna mm-hmm. theoretically there could be some overlap but it's going to be, it's the same universe, but it's a different set of people that are mm-hmm. running it like the way TV shows should get run. Yes. And that's exactly what it is. So that's how Marvel Spotlight, Spotlight is going to operate. And it's going to be, they said it's mostly going to be street heroes. Obviously that could always evolve, mm-hmm. but that's, I'm guessing like Marvel Spotlight, that's when, when Daredevil comes out, it'll get the Marvel Spotlight treatment. You know, so it, it was shown right at the end of the trailer. And like, that was what the TV show runner basically said is that it's just going to highlight every single thing about the street heroes, mm-hmm. which is really that's, cool. That's good. Because obviously, like I said, that was a big thing we touched on last week is that they aren't getting a lot of love right now. How can they when they have like a cosmic threat coming? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How do they involve them? And it's going to be like, it's really going to, as it says, spotlight the characters that might not be that important right now. Mm-hmm. But at least we know that they're there, they exist, and we're going to have them in the in the rear view mirror at least. You know what I'm saying? Rather than just not seeing them at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing, you know, when Punisher comes out, Daredevil, Echo, et cetera, et cetera, will all be under that branding. And you could definitely develop, I mean, you know, obviously we got the big Avenger movies, that's their moneymaker, but, you know, they can develop some really good characters from that. No, exactly. You know, and we, Again, like, our Avengers right now, we don't know who the Avengers going to be, you know, they might add or change somebody, but mm-hmm. if, if you really get love from the street hero, throw them in there, throw, throw them in the Avengers, why not? Yeah, why not? I say at that point, I mean, if they're really going to fit into it, you mm-hmm. know, and, yeah, so. the, and honestly, like, the biggest part about Echo that everybody was really happy about is the TV mature rating. Um, Marv, this is the first time MCU has done it. So, you know, obviously the Netflix shows aren't a part of the MCU. So now that Echo is coming out, we're getting the first TV mature rating, which means they can show whatever they want, pretty much. And that's exciting for Marvel fans. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard to do certain characters with PG-13 as your rating. Yeah, like, come on, that's not believable. I can't watch Daredevil beat somebody up and believe that he hurt them if I'm watching it in Mm PG-13. I don't want to see Punisher shoot somebody and he's using... Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know, rubber bullets. Yeah, you know, like, you know, he get up like, and walk away. Like, yeah, like, like the, Punisher's, 
The Punisher stuff so freaking violent. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's why I was great. like, you know, like, so you, you it need... Was, that one fight where you, like, beat up guys, like, like in the gym. So, yeah. Like, it, that it, one was the just, jail, like... The jail scene. So, like, like, yeah, insane. I need to see that in, like, mature range. You, you do. You, you, know? you can't, like, watch that. Like, I don't want to imagine what he's doing. Like, you, you gotta show it. You Can you imagine the boys if it wasn't a mature rating? Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you wouldn't be able to it, it, it would literally take away half the shock factor of that show. Yeah, for <laughs> Like, half the shock factor in that show would or not Or they'd exist. have to do, oh, it's dark. Like, yeah, right. like, <laughs> like, you know, it's always fighting in an alley. Like, show me crap and, like... You gotta show me the silhouette. Yeah, like, <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. nice. Too nice. Like, <laughs> calm down, Bradley. Like, but... no, yeah, so that's really exciting because, um, <clears throat> obviously, that getting a TV mature rating was a big one. And then we got the Blade news that Blade is going to be rated R. And that's a character, like I said, I was talking about where you can't have a Blade movie, a Vampire Hunter, with a PG-13 rating. Mm-hmm. You need rated R. Obviously, you think of the Wesley Snipes movies, how bloody and gory those ones got. And those were rated uh, I want to say those were rated R. So, especially, like, you know, you think, like, the club scene and stuff like that. I mean, he lit, it was literally a bloodbath. So... Yeah, I think that's really exciting for the MCU going forward. Obviously, not everything is going to get that tag, but the characters that need it are going to, and I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. I think something even like Werewolf by Night would have benefited from a TV mature rating or something like that. You know, that's like a those are that's when we get into the monster side of the MCU and all that. Like you, you're going to need a mature rating for characters like that. Yeah, this can definitely help out the MCU as opposed to oh, we got these cameos from all fifty different heroes, right. and, then, and then you know what Condians is coming down. Mm-hmm. Like you know, just chill out for a second. You know, I mean re- reboot, revamp. Um, you know, work on these street heroes and kind of progress from there. Yeah, as opposed to just throwing all these different cameos okay. out at, at the wall, and hoping out. for the for something. Yeah, to stick. like. And so that's really exciting. Like I said, I'm not going to sit here and say that the MCU has revived my faith at all because it hasn't. I have to actually see the product yeah. first. I'm not going to say, oh, we're back just because I saw them announce some news. Because mm-hmm. you could easily take some news and be like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. And then you get it and you're like, well, it's this is exactly what we trash. Like, so until I see Echo, until I see some of this other stuff, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, the MCU is back. Um, the Marvels just came out. Mixed reviews, 62% on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes isn't the end all be all, as we say every single time we use it. But it's got the same mix. It's gotten very mixed reviews so far. People love the Marvels. They don't love the villain. The third act kind of falls apart. VFX is real wonky. So you know, I I, I will end up seeing the Marvels at some point. I don't know when exactly. Yeah, I'm not. But I'm right now, that's the last Marvel product until Echo. So you know, and that comes out in January. So as of right now, it kind of seems like Marvel's going to use the next year to really reintroduce themselves and try a new product out. Mm-hmm. Yep, and they should be doing that because the, the spiral, they're, they're spiraling down right now, man. So, you know, again, like I said, we, we don't, like, we're not Marvel haters. We want Marvel to do good. Like, we love superhero things and stuff like that. But, you know, we go to Amazon Prime Video and, like, their shit is damn near flawless. Mm-hmm. And then we go back to the MCU and it's watered down, it's not realistic, it's too many characters all over the place. Like, we still don't know where White Vision's at. Like, why Hawk hasn't there's been added? There's still too many years. questions. Yeah. It's too many questions. There's too many things going on at once. Like, they need to simplify it, break it down. Um, again, like I said, the street hero uh, business, street hero news thing could definitely be huge for them. It just it just simplifies everything for everyone. And you know, if they're gonna make more mature ratings, uh, it's definitely gonna be positive. So this is actually pretty interesting for Marvel news. <clears throat> Everybody right now is releasing the Loki season two finale. Uh, opening scene is being released by pretty much everybody that's big with comic book stuff. It's a minute and a half. I'm not going to watch it, but it is popping up right here right now. That's something we're going to finish up tonight. Yep. Um, interesting. The It literally opens. I'm not going to say anything else besides this. The Marvel logo is going backwards. Mm. So it looks like a rewind in time, which is something we talked about a little bit uh, 
after the fact. Obviously, we watched Invincible last week, mm-hmm. but with a little bit of theories we had off camera. But that's gonna be big too. I mean, like we we could see if maybe this sets up something big for Marvel tonight. If Loki season two ends in a crazy way, yeah, this could be something big for Marvel going forward. And something that I a tweet that I just found that was old. I was looking for it this whole time while we were sitting here. The Fantastic Four had already been cast, but they were waiting till the strike ended to announce it. Mm-hmm. So we could be getting some big Marvel news in the next yep, and, they, and I heard, week or so. And I I seen some um some leaks about them being possibly like a part of the um the Marvels um movie. Mm-hmm. Something like, you know, like a cameo or a mention of them or a hint or something like that. Um that would be cool. Um again, just something to look forward to in that movie because honestly, the way the trailers have been looking it doesn't really. I don't, I, I don't want to trash it, you know, and I end up like being my favorite movie, but right. it's just not looking like there's no villain. Like, who are they fighting? Who should be scared? Like, these are people in space. Like, Captain Marvel is one of the biggest, strongest heroes right now we have in MCU. So, you know, who is she fighting? Who who could possibly threaten her? And then she has help. So, no, for we'll sure. see, man. So, we'll, honestly, we'll see. I'm hoping that movie isn't as bad as people think. Especially, you know, I don't want to, you know, come on here and be like, oh, it's women lead, so it's going to be looked at or perceived different. But come on, we all know that. Yeah, that's just the way the world that's works. That's just the man. way the world I, works. They're, they're, it's always going to be like that. Especially with Captain, Captain Marvel. Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel literally made a billion dollars, and everybody was like, oh, I hate it. So, yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? It's, it's just how the world is going to perceive this movie. Hopefully, I like it. And, you know, hopefully, this movie ain't as bad. Um, that's really it so far for our weekly recap. Um, the actor strike again is finally over. I feel like again I was an actor. Like this shouldn't have impacted us. Like it's finally over. Like we get to move on. Actors <laughs> get to move on. Directors, everybody get to move on. So that's good. But um, NFL, NBA talk. Uh, we start off with the NFL. Not really much to talk about. Um, I know your team lost very early in the morning. Yeah, know. man, we're frauds. I don't know, man. Um, my, my my thing with the Dolphins is so weird. Uh, our defense finally shows up. We're healthy. Uh, holds Patrick Holmes under 200 yards. I know his receivers aren't the best. But still, forced a fumble. Bradley Chubb's finally showing up after all this time. And then our offense goes and does the exact opposite. Doesn't wake up till the third quarter. Two is missing throws. Uh, Tyreek Hill's dropping, bad, dropping open passes. Waddle gets hurt every single time he touches the field. Um... It's just weird. I feel like when we play good teams, I know our offense is very motion-based and very, like, you really got to hear. I feel like that just hurts us so much when we go to these opposing. I know it was in Germany, but, I mean, you watch the TV, that was pretty much all Chiefs fans. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I feel like that just really hurts us so bad when we're in these kind of environments where you really need to be able to hear. You're not listen, You can't hear like that in opposing states. It's just not how it works. Mm-hmm. That's why when we're at home, that offense looks awesome. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But then you go you go back to, you know, you go to Philadelphia, you go to Kansas City, you go to Buffalo, and every sudden we're we're getting false starts. We're getting um delay of games, we're calling timeouts in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. You know, um it's tough. The one thing I will say is like, you know, people saying, Oh, we can't beat good teams. Every single good team we've played has been on the road. Let us play a good team at home. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, you know, obviously it's you know, home home field advantage is a real thing. We do got some tech. we still got three good teams left to play at home. We got to play the or two. We got to play the Cowboys and the Bills. That's still it's a chance to prove ourselves. Yep. So I mean, I'm not worried about it. Six and three going into the bye is not bad. Not We're the top of the division. The record, yeah, especially with the records of the other players or teams in the division. That's what I'm saying. Six and three going into the bye is like not a nightmare. Dolphin fans are treating it like the season's over. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all the Dolphin ones I follow on Twitter, it is not over yet. Six and three going into the bye. Then we got the Raiders. We could be seven and three right after the bye week. Devon Achan's coming back. We'll be the healthiest we've been all year. Everybody will be playing. So I'm not giving up yet. 
and I'm excited to see how the rest of the year yeah, you goes. You shouldn't. You shouldn't because the division right now, the AFC East is looking. And we literally all this, lost. <laughs> like, yeah, we all lost. Like, so, so it doesn't even matter. AFC East is looking real winnable right now. Again, even the Bills. I mean, the Jets aren't, ain't even far off. Like Aaron well, Rodgers, well, bro. That's breaks like, beyond barriers I, and comes back. Like, I literally said this shit. When the Dolph- as soon as the Dolphins lost, I said, God forbid Aaron Rodgers didn't tear his Achilles. Because yeah, the Bills cause... and Dolphins would be in some shit. <laughs> they really would. <laughs> like, like, bro, like, we, we might be fighting for second in the division if Aaron Rodgers was playing. Or, or even if the Jets made a trade for a quarterback. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to say Zach Wilson is the only reason why they're losing right now. But even if they trade for a quarterback. Joshua Dobbs just played. He, he got signed there Wednesday and wins the game Sunday. Like, the thing is, like, I don't even want to like, fully blame Zach Wilson. Like, I don't think he's good by any means. But he mm-hmm. is also just dealing with, like, Poor offensive line. Yeah, the offensive, offensive line is hurt. Play. Nathan uh, Nathaniel Hackett, your offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you know, he's kind of got thrown into the wolves again. Like I don't, I'm sure he wasn't expecting to be the starting quarterback all yeah, year. You know the, what I'm saying? Because even like against the Chargers, like I don't think he played horrible. Like you know what I'm saying? Like for what ha- for the score obviously doesn't match what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But if you really like watch the game, I mean, he was literally running for his life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he was just in a ba- he's been put into a bad spot, and it even gets weird too. Like when after the game, they're like they'll ask Sailor, they'll be like. Are you sticking with Zach Wilson at quarterback? Like, what choice does he yeah, have? He has no other point? choice. Like, he no I mean, he's choice. not going to play his emergency quarterback. Trade deadline's passed. Mm-hmm. You have no choice at this point. Like, Sayla's not going to be in what you want Sayla to just turn on his quarterback midway through the season. Exactly. You've got to stick with him at this point until Aaron Rodgers is healthy enough to play if he is this year. You have no choice but to stick with you Zach Wilson. You have to. You have no choice. And just ride it out and hope for the best. You, you have to, literally, because you got to think. Zach Wilson basically has been their starting quarterback the whole year. Like Aaron Rodgers, I don't. Did he even play preseason? No, he didn't he play preseason. I think he, I think he played like a drive of preseason. Like, yeah, he I'm played like sure. a drive. Of I remember him throwing that touchdown to Garrett Wilson, mm-hmm. and the most was like, "Oh, we're so back." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you had well, he, I think like, he played three four snaps. Yeah, he played literally three, three snaps. snaps. He, I think he played like three. He got one first down, and then tore it on the fourth play. Yeah. So basically, Zach Wilson has been your quarterback for the past three years. And we been like Aaron Rodgers had his little stint or whatever, but. The last two, three years has been Zach Wilson. So, yeah, Zach Wilson's played like shit, especially against the AFC East. He's played like shit. But it's like if you've given him three years of progression, like obviously he's the number two pick. Like you think he's going to be way better than that. But he hasn't shown that he's number two pick worthy yet. But you can't give up on him. You literally can't. He's all you have yeah, right yeah. now. Literally all you have you, right you now. You've got to let him, you, you him play until what's his name comes back because, mm-hmm. honestly, at this rate, there's just nothing you can do. And it sucks. Like, obviously, like, you know, the Jets have a crazy defense, in mm-hmm. all honesty. Like, it's getting wasted. Once again, that score does not reflect what the, char- the Jets' defense did. Austin Eckler had a bad day receiving. Justin Herbert looked very mediocre. Mm-hmm. Even though I've, Herbert honestly played better than any of the other quarterbacks that have played the Jets this year so far. He didn't throw a pick. So, I mean, we'll take that, even though he only threw for 130 yards. Mm-hmm. This is a team that picked off Allen three times, Hurts three times. You know what I'm saying? Mahomes got picked off, I think, once or twice. Mm-hmm. And that's what, like, that's what always keeps a team competitive, like, you have, okay, he is a number two pick. Like, he has an arm. It, it, but, I mean, you have Brees Hall, who's a top ten back. You have Garrett Wilson. You have an, a top five unit on defense. Mm-hmm. That's going to automatically keep you in games. Like, Robert Sal is not the greatest coach ever, like, by all means. But he knows how to call a defense. But he knows how to call yeah, a defense. Yeah, and, and like, long as he's going to you in games. And, and, like I said, and <clears throat> I was like, the Hackett thing obviously is unfortunate because you don't expect Hackett to have to be your offensive coordinator. You're expecting Aaron Rodgers to play all year. Mm-hmm. You know, and Aaron Rodgers and Hackett have a connection. So, you know, like, Aaron Rodgers and Hackett – the offense might have been looking a lot better because they know each other. Yep. But when you're throwing Zach Wilson in there, you're like, yo, you just got to learn this offense that was made for Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be the same product, obviously. Yeah, you know not. what I'm saying? So, but, you know, the Jets are you know, going to be the Jets. Um, again, the AFC East, those three teams, 
it's not it's not over for any of them yet. Um, no. Unfortunately, my team is they're fucking cooked. Like God, we're cooked. You guys, so wait, I was watching the game. You guys were winning. You guys lost in a fumble. We who fumbled? Who y'all say? Because who did? Because I remember like watching the score. And I'm like, okay, like they're oh no, nah, nobody fight. fumbled. How did y'all lose? Y'all lost by three. Juju, Juju, we threw the ball in the middle of the field, hit Juju hands. Now, okay, everybody dropped passes, but the way you dropped it, it like ricocheted. Like all you had to do was catch the ball like this, it ricocheted up. Oh, so it was a bad. Oh, it was a bad. Okay, it was a bad pick. Okay, yeah, no, okay, it wasn't okay. even a bad pick. He caught it. Like it was all Juju. He dropped the ball and he. Oh, okay, so it just deflected ball. off his. Yeah, it just deflected off his hand. But like the way oh, deflected shit. off his hand was crazy. But yeah. um, yeah, like we got born out for the season. Gonzalez, Judon. No, yeah, like, the injury bug came. Yeah, the injury you, bug. Even I mean, even though it wasn't looking that good before the injuries. But, yeah, but the, but the injury bug obviously doesn't help. Yeah, injury bug is awful. Um, Tyquan Thornton. I mean, you got to appreciate when he does get open because, you know, that shit is rare nowadays. <laughs> um, he was open wide open on fourth down. Mac Jones misses him. O-line plays played better. Our running – well, Ramondre Stevenson has been playing better. Ramondre Stevenson was definitely playing – he played a really good game yeah, against Washington. This shit we're, – we're done, man. I, I won't lie. Yeah, you and it makes it worse because, what you do you know – What are you guys now? We're 2-7. 2-7. 2-7. and, seven, two and, seven. Two and seven. We're cooked. I mean – when the only thing me? that was keeping me alive these last few weeks is like, okay, we have a two and one. We have the best division record. Right. So even if we make a run, like all we gotta do, okay, we lost to the Dolphins twice, but you know, if even if we lose to the Bills once, if we could beat the Jets again twice or do something like that, we could have the best division record. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that's keeping me afloat. But it's over now. Like there's no point. Um, I, again, I don't know what's gonna happen. This is the first year. Usually, you know, I'm looking forward. I'm optimistic to to the following seasons, but I don't know who's gonna who's gonna be our coach. I don't know who's gonna be our yeah, quarterback. Was, I don't know who's gonna be our a lot of question marks. No. It's, it's so many question marks, and I hope that you know, obviously, if we're gonna go into rebuild mode, which I feel like we have kind of been retooling, we need to go rebuild mode. Yeah, it'll it, take some years. It kind of feels like one of those things where, like, so like you, you're because obviously you've been good for so long, like they don't want to admit to a full rebuild or commit to one. Mm-hmm. I should say. But like sometimes it, the time is just the it has time. To do it. I mean, I mean, I get it. Robert Kraft's oldest shit. Bill Belichick's oldest shit. But y'all gotta like give it up. Like let, you know, let, let Gerard Mayo coach. Let and again, you know, it's gonna it's gonna hit the locker room hard because Bill Belichick. Some people go to the Patriots to to play for by. Belichick. Yeah. So if you fire Bill, that's why I don't think you're gonna fire Belichick. You know, mid season because I don't think they would do it mid season. I, I I know I said something about it like pretty uh. Like earlier on in the season, that is mm-hmm. dumb. A coach like that doesn't get fired mid season. Yeah, that's like, something you. You talk- can fire somebody. To to really like take it out, you can fire a coordinator, you can fire somebody, mm-hmm. but you don't fire a guy like Belichick midseason. That's something you wait for after the season. You have to sit down, you have to talk. And you're yeah, like, hey, talk. And like, even with uh, all your coordinators, because you know, again, Bill O'Brien, we just brought him from Alabama. Yeah, so you decided the offense yeah. supposed to look way better, and then Mac Jones kind of has a rock. He has he starts off good, has a rocky. You know, now he's kind of playing middle of the season. Now he's kind of just decent again. Um, yeah. the wide receivers aren't consistent enough. Outside of Bourne and Bourne just towards ACL. Hunter Henry had like the greatest start ever, and then like has yeah, not been just used. fell off the face of the earth. Jaseki <laughs> like, has the fucking gritty that yeah. against the Bills. That's a highlight of his season. So you know, and the defense again is like you can't get rid of the defense. According, defense is playing good. I say the defense the has Andrews, been. I say the defense is doing as best as they can when their offense can't score. Yeah, it's just it's it's rough, man. But this is this is what we've been watching from the pages for the last. I mean, we had that one year where we went ten and six. Or ten and seven made the playoffs with Mac Jones, but that shit is a fucking fever dream. That like that really never happened. Like you know what I'm saying? I woke up and now we're two and seven. So there's that with New England. Um, hopefully they go into a rebuild, man. Do you have a start of the week? Ah uh, man, this is um ah uh, I don't know, man. You go first. You go first. I, I I'm gonna go. See, I'm gonna go because I I'm, I'm soon you're gonna go with C J Stroud. I'm gonna go with this. I'm gonna go with Joshua Dobbs. Now you know what I mean. Joshua Dobbs done played in the NFL. He done started some games. 
But if you could just get picked up on Wednesday and start, because this is Thursday. So if a team called me today and I went to go sign with them, I could play Sunday and, and do what he did, if we're if we being honest. Um, definitely <laughs> definitely pulled together. Um, he's practicing cadences. Um, I think the game was started at 1 o'clock. Like, it's 12.50. You practicing with your old line for the first time. Yeah, like, it's well, crazy. It was crazy. Like, 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 honestly, like I said, like, he didn't expect to play either because Jaron Hall started. Mm-hmm. Jaron Hall was playing fine until yep. he got hit. <laughs> yeah, he got, and he got lit popped. the hell up. But. So, yeah, Jared, Joshua Dobbs definitely my, my player of the week, man. Um, went out there and won them, won them that game. Um, and, again, you know, it, it really, like, if Joshua Dobbs can just play decent for them, obviously I'm going to assume that he's going to probably start again or probably for the rest I, of the season. I think he'll start the rest of the season. I, I want Jaron Hall to come back in because I, I do like Jaron Hall. But, I mean, if Josh Dobbs can go out there and win you a game like that, a comeback win mm-hmm. with, like, not knowing nothing is, like, literally in the like, – I was, like, really was, like, Addison – Jordan Addison was talking about after the game where – he was like literally in the huddle, like asking like where people are gonna be at. Like you know, what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, John Dobbs was not ready for this game at, at all, all, and mm-hmm. went out there and beat them. And the Falcons' defense is not horrible. They're like a top, like I think they're like top twelve ranked defense. So mm-hmm. it's not horrible defenders. Yep, out there, definitely, you know definitely got better defensively. But yeah, it's just especially with that team is so you know their division is winnable. They can they, well no hold on no the, the Lions, Lions in the division yeah, no, 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 no 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 it's not, it's not winnable. Not, but they could they, they, they could finish they second. Can, <laughs> yeah, they could finish second in the division. Because the, the Bears and the Bears and Packers are pretty yeah average. You know, you know, Jordan Love had them two weeks of greatness, yeah. and that should just... He's great when he plays the Bears, man. Yeah, so, you know, they could definitely, they could definitely you know, get a wild card spot. But, you know, um, with a team that just lost Kirk Cousins, you know, the locker room was fucking devastated. They probably gave up. Justin Jefferson's not there. You know, Joshua Dodds gives them new hope. They get Justin Jefferson. Yeah, Jefferson's coming back. He's coming mm-hmm. back soon within the next couple of weeks. So. They could definitely compete. And, obviously, this is a much better situation than Josh Dobbs was in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And, and, and their schedule decent. is easy. The Vikings' schedule is, is, really, is really easy. Like, yeah. I think the Lions might be the best team they play Plays, the rest of the year. Season, yeah. So, um, they definitely got a chance. They definitely got a chance to make a, a wild card push. Um, Star of the week, man, for me. I was between two guys. That's why I had to look at my phone because I was trying to decide who I, I wanted to say Taysom Hill because it's just funny to me that he always ends up doing so much for the Saints. Mm-hmm. He literally the whole Saints offense had a passing touchdown, had a rushing touchdown. Led their team in rushing, by the way. Yep. Nasty. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to go – I'm going to give it to Max Crosby. Um – the Raiders celebration for beating Tommy DeVito was the funniest thing ever. They was lighting up cigars, mm-hmm. real happy. They won. They beat the Giants thirty to six. It is the Giants, but Max Crosby had three sacks, uh, played ninety eight percent of the snaps. I mean, he does not come off the field. That's weird for a defensive end or any defensive lineman at all to like mm-hmm. not play take four, snaps four, off. You know, four down all four. Four, you know, what I'm saying? like you're literally playing every time you're on the field. Max Crosby is a favorite for one of the favorites for defensive player of the year right now. And I'm going to give it to him. Like I said, it was really cool to see that. And then he was on the interview, like, the next day, smoking a black and mild on TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, he almost said the N-word yeah, in, the, in really that one video. He's like, yo, like, y'all, n- y'all come out y'all here, come man. out to y'all the stadium. Come out here. I was like, yo. So like, like, I'm going to definitely give it to Max Crosby, man. He he, he won my uh, star of the week for the NFL. He's He put on a show. Yeah, definitely, man. And, and the Raiders, I mean, the way that division is looking, probably could finish second in the, in the AFC West. Yeah. I know we was just dogging a few weeks ago, but – I mean, I feel like it depends Josh on how the Chargers get, do. How the yeah, Chargers I feel like the the world. It was like, bro, we got to play ass until Josh McDaniels get fired, and then we, we can turn this bitch up. That, well, that's how uh, they, they well, they, like I didn't realize like they literally changed everything. They brought like a new offensive coordinator called plays this past week. Mm-hmm. Like everything Antonio changed. Antonio Pierce like, was out there. They had practice squad they, players on the sideline. Like, yeah, they was having fun. They were like, having fun. Man. That's just what it takes, yeah. man. Like I said, like it, they really were in purgatory with Josh McDaniels. Mm-hmm. Like they were just. Which is funny. Did you see those stories that came out like right after? About, oh, yeah, about, about with Daniels, Daniels, man. Yo, he hey, is hey, hey, man, I'm a Patriots fan, but, yo, my nigga, we, 
you're not a coach. Like, you don't got to defend Bill Belichick like that. Like, And then he came like, out, and then they said, like, a like, player came out and said that he traded Peyton Hillis when he was on the Broncos because yeah, his wife had a crush on him. his like, wife had a crush on him. Like, 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 yo, relax. Like, yo, I didn't know Josh McDaniels was weird. Did, like, didn't, didn't he say something about he could make any quarterback look? Yes, he said, like, yo, when they traded Jay Cutler to the Bears, bro, he said, I could turn a high schooler into an all-pro quarterback. Right? I'm like, yo, you didn't do that. Nobody in New England, like, Tom Brady been him. So, you know what I mean? Jimmy Garoppolo, fucking Jacoby Brissett. Mac Jones, Cam Newton, none of them was all pro fucking on my, on my team, you know. So I, I don't know what, what you was talking about, but no man, that was really that was, <clears throat> yeah, but good, good for the Raiders, man. I mean, if they could, if I hope they don't like kind of, I, I guess like say I'll, they, I hope they don't shit on Antonio Pierce because mm-hmm. um the, after they fired after make uh after Gruden I think he resigned I don't think he even got fired. After he resigned, they had that coach that led them to the playoffs, and they lost yep. the Bengals. And got rid of him. And they got rid of him instantly, and the players loved him. Like, they really, like, he wrote letters to all the players. They were, like, crying. Like, they really wanted to play for him, and they kind of just, you know, shit on him yeah. to go hire Josh so McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. So I hope they don't do that to Pierce again. If Pierce does turn this team around and they do end up finishing with a decent record, or even if they finish close to 500 when they shouldn't have. Yeah, just bring them back. Like, now, let him let him get more that's time. What I'm saying. Like, get, give him some some coordinators and bring. I, them I'm back. not saying like, do what RG three is saying. RG three was like no, oh, yeah, Marshawn. Yeah. Bring, bring Marshawn Lynch. Lynch. Like that just feels crazy Holy to me. Holy fuck! I'm not bro. gonna speak on RG three man because he just be saying some shit out there. Marshawn Lynch. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was literally the craziest thing ever. I was like, I don't know where you even come from with that. <laughs> like you were clearly Yo, a fan. The out the again out coach narrative is gonna be crazy. Like right. Hmm. So, but you know, I hope Antonio Pierce does if he. Does finish the job off well. I hope they give him at least another year. Like, what do you have to lose? You don't got to, you know, give him a little contract. You don't got to pay another coach eight years, $100 million, mm-hmm. but like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, so. um, the rookie of the year race, um, we all agree, C.J. Stroud. Yeah. Um, I don't even think anybody else is going to come close. Like I said, Jordan Addison was, or not was, is playing really well. We'll see how it happens when he's next to Justin Jefferson again. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did look good even next to Justin Jefferson, so we'll see. But I think Stroud... I think he had his rookie of the year moment. Yep. So he I would just, be shocked if he didn't win it. Yeah, like this 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 past week is what we're gonna talk about forever. Um, you know, even defensive rookie of the year. I did say earlier Joey Porter, but Devon was this one, I forgot he was doing a human. Yeah, I think he'll probably end up winning it. One of those two is probably gonna win it. Um unfortunately again, you know, being a Patriots fan, you know, I feel like we had Gonzalez up there with them. And I think I think hurt, that so. I think Gonzalez probably would have won it had he obviously not gotten hurt. Yeah, so um, even like I would say it's probably Witherspoon, but you know what? Who we're forgetting about because we're we're being we're being bots. Uh, Jalen Carter. <laughs> um, yeah, Jalen Carter. I, I would say right now it's probably Jalen Carter, Witherspoon, and then Porter. Yeah, J- yeah. Jalen Carter has been pretty much as dominant as you could ask for. He's mm-hmm. as advertised. Should have been probably but the number one. Like, it's like like why the fuck did the, who let the Eagles get him? though out of all people, bro. Like, that's what I'm saying. So like the top teams didn't need a quarterback, so they should have went quarterback. Like mm-hmm. that's not uh, you know that's not excusable. Arizona needed him. They didn't take him. Raiders needed him. Didn't take him. Bears needed him. Traded back. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It was just a lot of like, you know, you like the Eagles who already have a dominant D-line go and get him. They had Jordan Davis last year. They got Jalen Carter this year. Mm-hmm. They still got Fletcher Cox. They got, you know, they, then they, then they got, what is his name? Like Nolan Smith. Yeah, at the end of the Reddick. first, yeah, they, you know got like, they got Nolan bro. Smith at the end of the first. Like they got a whole Georgia Bulldogs D-line, all the good Georgia Bulldogs mm-hmm. at that. So, it's you know, sad, they, it's just like the, the, the Eagles always just know what they're doing in the draft. They know what they're doing in the draft. They know what they're doing in the free agency. They know how to trade for people. Like yeah, this, like which, they they just know the Eagles were are gonna be good for a long time just because they know how to maneuver. Yeah, Patriots have made the traces Muhammad Sanu. So, <laughs> pick Muhammad Sanu. Maybe he throw he go he throw a good pass. Oh man, shit, sad. But 
Um, pivot into the NBA for a little bit. Um, you know, so many games in the NBA, so it's hard to like pinpoint. You know, talk about you know specific games or yeah, because like you kind of just gotta like round but, it up in a general yeah, because there, so, there's games like every night. The round it up, really, um, in my opinion, you know, Victor and Chat. This shit is gonna be a fucking movie. This shit is gonna be <laughs> the damn. This is gonna be crazy because it's like Victor, I don't even know who you, how you end up picking because I feel like Victor right now is getting the volume, mm-hmm. so he's gonna get more opportunities to score. But I think Chet's, Chet's been so, so efficient. efficient. Yes, yeah, he's doing so. Like, so you know, he's averaging like seventeen, but he's shooting above fifty percent from both. Mm-hmm. He's already scored like one hundred and twenty points this season, and shooting fifty percent from the field and from behind the three is crazy for yeah. a big man. Them, them I two. I would like to see him get a little, well both of them I guess get a little bit more dominant on the boards. Yep. For you to be that big, obviously I know. The weight room is coming and do the thing. You know, if a, if you're playing a more physical team, it's gonna be harder for them to get boards. Mm-hmm. And you've seen that with both guys already. You saw what Wemby did last night against the Knicks, a physical team. You yep, know, what I mean? you got Mitch Robinson, you got Julius Randle out there bumping him, and he shot bad, and he didn't. He just didn't play his best game. And they got blown out by the Knicks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think uh, they're definitely their defense. I, I'm 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 glad that their defense is is kind of like it's as advertised. You yeah, know, as, as advertised. When, I just when you're that, just... when you're that big and you got the wingspan like that, they expect your block shots and they both block shots exceptionally mm-hmm. well. Especially considering their frame, you know, they're not mm-hmm. gonna be you know some some defenders are gonna bump them off, get physical with them. They're, gonna, they're not gonna be able to hit shots yeah. most of the times. But I know that their defense, um, their length, they're able to use it to block some shots. Even like even. A lot of people realize, like, don't realize that just because you don't get blocks, I mean, you're not like the playing a good defense. Like, yeah, well, this box score Victor, like, watchers, yeah. you, even um some like podcasts, like I know Paul George podcast talk about like Russell Westbrook did a move and Victor's like arms like is impacting the whole play. Well, like, yeah, because like you that. don't even want to throw a shot up at, yeah. at that point because you know that nine times, how are you even going to get a dope over him? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's not like I say like there these guys are the biggest players in the NBA as far as height and probably wingspan goes too. So. Mm-hmm. You know, like even like I said, even if you're not blocking the shot, just you being there is gonna yeah, affect a, what the player is gonna do when they when they get to the basket. Mm-hmm. And like you know, for as crazy as it is for them too, is like as big as they are, they move quick. Yep. I mean, I was watching because I was watching the Thunder game last night against the Cavs, and there was a couple times where Chet would be at the three and like they're closing out quick, and he's blowing yeah, past blowing these past dudes and getting dunked. And, no, like, and then that's the big that's coming out, so nobody <laughs> there's 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 nobody's gonna stop you at that point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he did it a couple times. Um, SGA played really well. He was one point off his uh, career high last night. We we worked the Cavs last night. It was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was another. That's another really good big man in Cleveland. Like Evan Mobley, probably say that's like the next generation of big men as far as like young guys go. Yep. Like Chet, Chet Mobley, Wembenyama, um, Walker Kessler has been getting more playing time finally. Well, that was like mm-hmm. a sleeper for v- defensive player of the year for me. Yep, definitely. Um, I'm, I'm just glad you could be able to watch your team like healthy play. <laughs> God damn! I mean, I think we yeah, y'all got worried last and, week. And Anthony Edwards was crazy last night, bro. Man. We just were talking about this last week. I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Um, hopefully we get to see my team healthy, and, and we can make a run. But not healthy at all. Now Zion hasn't got hurt. You know what I'm saying? I'm afraid he doesn't get hurt. Pray to God, right? Yeah, he, did, he did just have a he yeah. He was out for personal issues. Yeah, yeah. he did just have well, a child. Oh, he had a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a child. So you know what I mean? Congrats to him. You no, know, I don't. I still haven't heard of Mariah Mills since. But you know, Adam, <laughs> Adam Silver definitely made they, the call. They sent they sent the black SUVs out for her. Yeah, you know what I mean? Somebody definitely made a call. But you know now you know CJ McCollum has a fucking collapsed lung. Zion's out for personal reasons. Murphy's still out. It's, it, we have so many injuries already, man. This shit is pathetic, bro. Like. I'm one of those guys that, like, you know, you could say it's early on in the year, and last year we caught on, you know, especially around December. We went fucking ballistic. I think mm-hmm. Zion won player of the month. Like, we was going crazy that month. But these games against Western Conference teams, with how deep the West is, we need them. We, we desperately need, we need them. them yeah. um, like, even that Thunder game, like, 
I, I can only hope that we are as high as, or the Thunder and the Pelicans are as high as we perceive them to be because that game in October, November matters. Like, coming down, you know, into March and April, like, that game matters. So, you know, we, we had, like, a 13-point lead against the Nuggets of fucking blue. We got fucking smoked. Like, you wouldn't even tell. Um, the only thing that's going for us right now is Jordan Hawkins is looking at, that boy getting, he, he getting, getting crazy shots up. Said, he about he 10 be, threes a game. I love it, though. I love it, though. Like, son. keep shooting that shit, man. We, we got nothing better right now. Um, And then, yeah, Ingram and Zion right now, man. This the first year I'm looking at them like, yo, like, these might not be the niggas that can lead this team, man. Because this the first, like, I feel like we have the and best Because somebody just came out and players. said that they're, like, the best dude on the NBA Yeah, right Willie Green said they were yeah, the best dude. Like, 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 okay, yeah, you coaching them, so I understand that, but. The, Zion has the potential to be a, a, a number one on a champion on this championship team, I should say, because yeah. this team is like fucking catered to him. They got shooting. Yeah, that's the way it's built. Yeah, but Zion needs to take that step, offensively mm-hmm. and defensively. You can't fucking run into everybody. I mean, granted, it's fun watching him just move everybody out the way and make layups, but you cannot like that's going to continue to develop mid range, yeah. hitting your free throws at a seventy five percent clip. Um, shooting a three or two a game, hitting the rim on a three or two a game, at least. <laughs> God damn, he took one three and airballed the shit. Ingram made like four or five threes this year. You can't have your two best players not hitting threes. So yo, that shit. That's so funny you say that because like, uh, who are they talking about? Who, which which Thompson uh, twin did the Pistons draft? Asar. Yo, they he, put together a clip of him, bro. They were like, they get he get, they about to give him the Ben Simmons treatment. Yo, when I tell you he was shooting some crazy threes, bro. bro. And, but it's crazy because he's one of their fucking best you, players. Like, he's yo, gonna play. Uh, I'm saying, like, like, and I was like, I could have sworn he could shoot, but uh, yo, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, no, I thought Asar was, was more of the shooting type, and man was more of the playmaking type. But Asar, I mean, I know they both, you know, lack the shooting. Like, yeah, and I know it's like obviously different, like where they came from, like the league they came from as compared to the NBA. So I know it takes time to adjust, but it was just funny, son, because they were like dead ass letting him shoot. Like mm-hmm. he was like. It was air ball. He was hitting, like, the backboard, hitting, like, back. Like, yo, it was getting crazy. And that's the thing. Like, Zion can, can shoot a three or two or th- a mid-range or something. He just runs in there. Yeah, he Sometimes he's not successful. I mean, like, you're, you're bigger and stronger than most of the league, if not damn near the whole league. Like, centers, you're too quick for them, and mm-hmm. forwards are too strong for them. For them yeah. But the mid-range, um, the three ball, the free throw shooting, you got to be better. The defense. So we know you we know you can finish. We know you can get to the rim, but mm-hmm. it's about, you know, let's expand it a little bit. Because, look, I remember, like, rookie Zion, when he played them, like, 17 games, he was shooting threes. Yeah, and he was shooting threes. He was shooting, ball, shooting the ball, and he did that shit Defending. <laughs> like, he was going crazy, man. So, yeah. And rebounding. He should be averaging – Higher than six rebounds a game, at least. At least eight or nine rebounds a game. Mm-hmm. You're too fucking athletic. Um, you're the best athlete on the court of all times. You should be able to grab rebounds, man. So, and like I said, hopefully this year they prove me wrong. But right now I'm looking like, yo, these two guys cannot be the best players on this on this specific team. Yeah. If I, Ingram is, is due for a contract next year. I don't know. I don't know. If man. he getting paid for it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. I need to see more three-point volume. I need to see better defense. That's really it for Ingram. I think Zion uh, plays a little bit better defense, but he needs a better shot. Yeah, shot he needs chart. to actually shoot the ball on the yeah, other side of better, the court. Better shot chart and um, more rebounding. But other than that, man, we just—I mean—we're hurt, so I can't really speak on what I've seen from the Pelicans. Yeah. Um, other than Jordan Hawkins, so you know, and there's that. Um, Dyson Daniels too, by the way. Shout out my boy Dyson Daniels. So. That boy Dyson. My boy Dyson, man. The vacuum. Um, who hasn't impressed you so far from rookies, NBA wise? Um. Obviously, Scoot is the big one. Yeah. Um, um, I think Scoot and the two Thompson twins have both been pretty underwhelming so far. Mm-hmm. I will say I, Asar, Asar defensively is looking like all-NBA, all-defensive player. Yeah. 
Um, Amen. I believe he got hurt. Yes, I know. I think he had an ankle because I know. I was keeping an eye Asar, on him. Um, Asar is playing like an all defensive. Like he's having like two blocks of two steals and like eight rebounds a game. He's playing well. Um, obviously the offense is going to pick up from a shooting standpoint. Yeah, but he knows his role. He's doing his thing. Um, and like I said, I'm not going to like judge these rookies either. Like it's the first month of the league. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going to like say like they're, they're. I don't think anybody's really underwhelming me. I would say probably Scoot is probably the worst one just because of. The fact that yeah. the Trailblazers traded Dame for basically to say, okay, you're, this is your team now. Yep. And he's couldn't hit a three. Like, you know what I'm even like, if you're not being able to shoot a three, like, you're not turning the ball, ball over, over being a like, more efficient. Like, so. And it, that, that was just been kind of tough. Um, I don't know what the Magic are doing mm. with their rookies. I think I mean Anthony Black. <laughs> Anthony Black is playing uh, like here and there. We see uh, flashes, and then uh, like, Jet Howard not even touching the court. Like you like, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I don't like. I get they got a lot of like. Extra players over there, like I get that because they asked me damn draft picks. I mm-hmm. get, it. but like I thought, like Jeff Howard's like, like I said, was like my dark horse rookie of the year player. Like I thought they finally were gonna hit on a guard. He do not play. So yeah, it's like, ah, uh, like, I don't know. They're, they're the definition of like, okay, look, they got Ben Carroll number one. They got Isaac. Who I, again, I think he has defensive uh, player of the year potential. potential. Wagner's good. Uh, Wendell Carter's a solid big. Um, but they done restarted their damn draft three times. They done drafted like four guards. They got Markel Fultz from the from the damn Sixers. Like they have a lot of guard play. Mm-hmm. And eventually that shit, Cole Anthony, that shit's gonna have to fucking reduce somehow. Well, it's killing me because like Cole Anthony, reduce. Cole Anthony just got paid, so I get that he's like the perfect six man. He comes off the bench and just shoots. Like he's, mm-hmm. just, he's not scared to score. Yep. Like and I like that, but it's like damn man. I was like, where where's the room for other players? That mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I'm like. I mean, the Rockets, I thought Ken Whitmore was going to play a little bit more, but Dylan Brooks is playing out of his damn yeah, mind. Which gotta, I mean, anybody expected Dylan that? Like, Dylan Brooks is really playing out, outstanding so far. He's shooting well, and he's obviously probably their best defender, at least yeah, in the start He's line. what the fuck the Grizzlies need now to hold off until Jock come back. Man, the Grizzlies, whoo. Man, I had to, I'm like, the Grizzlies are going to make the playoffs, I'm thinking. I didn't think it was going to be this bad without John Morant. Like, this bad. Well, I, like, bro, last night they had a 10-man lineup because they had like eight players hurt. <laughs> We had a seven-man rotation. We had fucking Jeremiah. I think he was on the Thunder. Jeremiah Earl yeah, Robinson. Robinson yeah. He started. He, we signed him. What's oh, today? Thursday. Geez. We signed him Monday. Started. Ooh. We started. We, we signed him Monday. He started Thursday. He started yesterday or whenever Tuesday. So that's just like bad. Like we are fucking hurt. Cody Zeller had to play minutes. Um, G Lee guys. We we are just awfully injured. It's right out there now, playing, so. man. So yeah, man. That's just tough, but you know. Yeah, I say I, I don't. Like I said, I'm not definitely not gonna uh, gang up on rookies too far. I think that's something like, so we could touch on the rookie thing again, like probably closer to the new year, get mm-hmm. a couple months in, see if these guys are cracking lineups yet or starting lineups, anything like that. Yep, guys I, get hurt right now. Like the main ones, like I said, are Wemby and Chet are probably the main ones right now that are gonna end up going for the award. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I, glad. I'm uh, like low key. I'm glad Chet's in there because fucking Wemby Yama would. Fucking run away would literally run shit. away with that run shit. Away with literally, that I was shit. like, if Chet, if Chet would have played last year, it'd been a wrap, man. Been a rap, like, even one game, like, like it was dead ass, man. But so it's been cool too. Like I said, they're definitely as advertised. Uh, I bet Chet every damn day. I mean, I'm not saying I win. I win money on Chet every day, mm-hmm. but I bet him every day. Yeah, I, so, I, I wish I could bet on a player like that. You know what I'm saying? But you know, there's that for sports talk. Um, we're gonna go ahead and get into Gen V now. The finale came out. 
Um, I'm gonna start off with you because you watched it before and, and, and you was geeked in, in the group chat. So I'm like, Yo, hold on, let me lock in, let me stop everything that I'm doing, let me go watch with it. No, man, and I, and I was fucking geeked too. I, I was cheesing, you was in watching, so I couldn't put it in the chat. I was like, Oh my god, well, I, I literally said it last week. I said, The only thing I need out of the Gen V finale is a Homelander cameo. And what did and I get? I get my Homelander cameo. cameo. I when I tell you, bro. When she when he said when she said his name, I was like, nah, he's not coming. I was like, nah. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, 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 as he's saying fine home like, nah, I'm chilling. Like, he's not coming. Like, that's that's not that's not his thing. When the fucking Sonic boom went off and he came flying down, I was yo, cheesing. I, I, I was yo. geeking. I'm like, yo, let's like I'm like, yo, this shit finna turn the fuck up. But the only thing that made me mad was like a thirty eight minute finale. Son. Yeah, that, I'll like, say it was short. I would say like I mean and I don't want. I don't even want to say I get it. Finale shouldn't be that short in any show. Mm-hmm. Like I get, maybe they didn't want to show too much, and I, I get they were kind of just wrapping up what had been done that season. You know, okay, the kids in the woods got out. They were massacring humans. Like okay, mm-hmm. like you know, I get that. I think it was funny to me, like when Homelander showed up, like everybody stopped. Like I mean, like everybody. The background fighting was done. Everybody was like, oh shit, that's yeah. Homelander. Yeah. Like, oh, like, well, like, 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 uh, maybe we need I'm to relax. Like, 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 you know, I'm a regular person. Like, like, maybe we need to relax. And what he did, and it's funny because, uh, like, so we made our predictions last week, and somebody commented like right after finale ended. He's like, yeah, bro, they did the exact opposite. Cause I thought he was gonna kill Sam. Mm-hmm. That was my prediction. I was like, yo, they're gonna. He's gonna kill Sam. He's gonna look like a hero again, like yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. No, did the total the opposite. total opposite, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying because if you look at how the the whole fucking the boys is about propaganda, like Homeland is just fucking good person to the public, but he's fucking evil. So we, so I'm even probably the people from the woods and Sam and Kate. Though when he came down there, it's rats for them. Yeah. It's rats for them. Like, they, I'm done. like it's over. So like I said, when he when he was like. So when he comes out and like she like tried to so Marie tried to talk to me like does the finger wag he's like nah, nah, nah and then he was like he's like what kind of animal are you I was like what I was like, whoa I'm like what the fuck is going he's like, on attacking like, your own kind bro I was dude, I was like what is about to happen like, then then all of a sudden he like did that little like grimace on his face like and, and then I just lit up man I was like I was oh like, my oh, goodness shit. blasted Marie by the way blasted her <laughs> like, son. like like get her filthy and what <laughs> make it worse is cause and I told you this in the, in the in the group chat I'm like yo it was no cameras no wifi yeah because nobody you know, nobody's nobody. gonna believe that Homelander went out there well, and it, attacked somebody but that's even why he did it though because remember like right before his laser eye go off he's like get back mm-hmm. he like, makes it seem like she's about to attack him so like he literally played it like as perfect as he could, even though there was no cameras or anything anyways. Yep. To, for him to yell, get back, I mean, you're already setting up your defense. That's what I'm saying. Because fucking, she blew Kate's hand off. Like. Yeah, so, you know, like, it was really cool. Like I said, obviously, like, I didn't expect it to hand off like that. I guess it they, it should have made sense since Gen V was going to hand off right into the boys. They did say that. Mm-hmm. But I definitely wasn't expecting it to end like that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Homer's showing up. He, you know, he goes after our heroes of the, of the story, and then you see them. We don't know where it's at. Mm-hmm. You know, you see... What is it? It's Andre. Uh, what is the name? It's not named Andre, is it? Who you talking about? The uh, one? Clarity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Andre? Uh-huh, yeah. Andre, yeah. Andre, Jordan, Marie, and Emma all in the room or whatever. They're, wherever that's at, no doors. You yep. know what I'm saying? So it was cool. The whole episode was good, though. Mm-hmm, um, the story was of it was really cool. It was cool to see Kate's powers. Once again, you see how yeah, strong she is. Yeah, she was going crazy. Um, so this whole time we thought that she was going to die because of her using her powers too much, but it doesn't seem like she really will. It takes mm-hmm. it out of her. Yep. But it was more so like the, what was killing her was that medicine that Shetty was giving her for mm-hmm. using her powers too much, you know? Yep. And Jules made a really good connection where she damn near was like Magneto. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he want, Magneto wanted the mutants to turn on the humans and, and you know, go after them. That's basically exactly what she did. Yep. So, you know, Stoops are the superior um, species. Let's let's go kill the humans. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's a really cool episode. 
Um, it was funny seeing like some of the callbacks and all that. Um, Marie had some really good moments. Obviously, Marie stole the show in the finale. I was kind of, I'm not gonna lie, man. When when Kate started walking towards Jordan, I got scared. I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, like a Jordan versus Marie fight Jordan in the finale would have had me reeling, man. Son. But again, I looked at the fucking time. Seven minutes left. So. Yeah, the, yeah, right. But yeah. if Kate could get taken out that easy, well, that that's the only that's thing. That's something she's like, gonna have to fucking maneuver. And around. I wonder if like how that's gonna work. So obviously, like you're not gonna regrow a like human hand. So mm-hmm. she's only got the one hand left to touch people with to make them think. So I almost kind of wonder if like maybe her powers aren't fully developed. Can she just get into somebody's mind without that? You yep. know what I'm saying? Because like if she she's obviously gonna be a character going forward. You know mm-hmm. they're not gonna get rid of her, but. She only got one hand, and her whole ability is touching people to make them yeah, do what she wants. Yep. So I don't know how they're gonna like do that. It'll be interesting to see if like, or maybe they can. I don't know what Vought does, man. Maybe they can regrow her hand. Yeah, I you think I, mean? I definitely think. I mean, what? Okay, you got Homelander in the seven. I'm trying to think of who's currently in the seven right now. Probably, right now, it is just Homelander, the Deep, A Train. I think that's it because he killed Black Noir. Yeah, he killed killed Black Noir. You killed. Okay, so you killed Black Noir. And then yeah, so you're you're missing so, you're missing you've got spots, but I the rumor was they'll just put another guy in the costume. The yeah, that's costume. true. Yeah, they'll and put and somebody re- else in the costume. Yeah, and just reset them just to make it look like they and didn't I know lose season because they don't want to they don't want like the propaganda that film noir is yeah film noir sure. noir is dead. But I mean black noir is dead. So he, he's not like I don't want to say he's like a marketable figure, but like even if he I, did I die, even, like and even I don't even know if he's really dead though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm sure they could like be somewhere like oh no, he's not fully dead. So my question is like he blasted her yeah. with heat vision, right? How she alive? So does she have like some kind of Wolverine like regenerating? Yeah, it would make God, sense yeah. because of the fact that she has the blood powers that mm-hmm. she could regenerate. Because was quickly. he trying to kill her? That's a good question. And then she and it just didn't work. Like it took her a while because to Andre's, regenerate. Because Andre even says that though he was like he's like any of he's like if any of us would have took that blast, right? Been in That's the why I'm wondering yeah. if she's like kind of invincible. Yeah. And what happened after? Like, did, how, what did Andre and Jordan do? Like, did they just go with Homelander? Well, they were good. Like, yeah, they probably were well, like, I, 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 w- I wouldn't have fought Homelander. Yeah, they like, like, Homelander okay. is just gonna because especially they ain't gonna be able to survive. Yeah, like, I, I don't. He I, just I, cut I, you in half with his laser. Yeah, so say I don't. I don't think for even as strong as they are, like the only person that we've seen not really be affected by Homelander. Like heat vision is Stormfront and her, Marie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like so, yeah, so yeah. obviously they're the and obviously Stormfront was a really she was the first ever soup, you know. And then it, it made it look like that Kate and Sam are going to be like like fast tracked right into the seven because mm-hmm. they're That's the probably. heroes of whatever. Yeah, they I can see them. that because I because I remember seeing leaks to a season four where there's two heroes going into the seven that we haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. Right. So it would make sense that Kate and Sam become part of the seven. And then, like, there was basically little Homelander Juniors, evil yeah. as hell. And then you get the two new other people that come in, and then that would be your full seven lineup once again. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I definitely think this is going to be the season with the boys where, like, the uh, Huey and, and, and Butcher and his crew kind of cracked the seven, like, the most because Homelander's at that point where it's like, yo, honestly, fuck these humans. Like, these humans are, like, they're, they're, they're fucking up with my son. I, like, I have my son now. I don't I don't need human uh, fucking, I don't need human, like, sympathy at all. So, you got Sam, who damn near, you, people saying he could be stronger than fucking Homelander. You have Kate, who you can't even trust. Like, mm-hmm. she, touch, she might touch you, you don't even see it, and mind control you crazy. So it's a possibility that I think Homelander just goes fucking crazy. Yeah, I, I do think this season, like for the for the boys season four, I do think we see Homelander finally make good on his promise that basically like he'll burn everything down. Like he's gonna do something. 
Every single season, it seems that Homelander does something worse and worse and worse. I think this is finally the time because I don't know how many seasons they plan on for the boys to go for. So, obviously, you no, know, Gen V is going to get a season two. I would imagine the boys probably gets a season five. Yep. Um, but there, it's got to end somewhere. I don't want – my thing is that I'm scared of is I don't want them to keep going to the point where it gets old. Yeah, like, like and at okay, the end of the day, they're this, superheroes. Like, how long can Homelander get away with this shit? Well, that, like, and that's really my thing is, like, at the end of the day, for as good of a show as it is, and I love all the actors, I, everybody plays it really well, I, every season has been the same thing. Homelander's bad. Let's go kill Homelander. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's this too much of that. Like, where oh god, the the the, the he just got he almost died. Yeah, well, so at some point he has to like you have to you kill have to him. actually kill him. Like yeah. you actually yeah. have like, to beat him. You, and be... you have to have that dramatic ending, like where it just that's the end. Like, we can't that's kind of when like... it has to end. Unless there's another thing in the comics that I'm aware unaware of. But I'm almost like, positive, like in the comics, like from what I know, that Homelander they do kill Homelander. At the yeah, end. I think Homelander I think it's gonna be a son. Like, I think it's gonna be a son that kill him. Yeah, like I, they need to do something like that where like. At the at the by the end of the show, Homelander needs to die, and it just finally needs to be done with. You know what I'm yep. saying? And like, if well, I got to remember too. Like in the in the, you had the extra scene where Butcher shows up too. Yeah, so, and and, and, I and he. Never... So I don't think they're not in the woods. They're I think they're in bot somewhere. Yeah, I think. I, well, that's what I thought was too. Was like you know, they're got to be in Seven Tower somewhere. Like we've seen every single season. Like he had Queen Maeve in there at one point. They had Starlight locked up in there. I'm sure there's other secret areas in there that you know people don't know about. I think that they're there, and I think at some point. Like towards the end of the season, they'll find some way to lead into. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised Gen if, like, by the two. end of season four, like Billy Butcher finds them and breaks them out. Mm-hmm. And then that's like how Butcher kind of like convinced Huey to join. He's like, "Oh, oh, you don't like soups? Oh, you don't fuck with soups? And they're not gonna like Homelander." And right? obviously, that's well, it, if that's, he finds that's... out that like somehow Marie has the ability to like withstand Homelander's like power, power he's yeah. gonna want that help. But- there's, like, I feel like with Butcher, like, like this is what, like, they're keeping themselves on the foot with. Butcher had how many chances to kill him? Like, he had all the movies in the world to do it in season three and ends up not doing it. Like, so it's, it's just... Well, I mean, I him know. and Soldier Boy both had the chance and they just couldn't finish it, so... That's what I'm saying. No, didn't he, um... Didn't he walk away because of Ryan? Like, I forgot. Well, Soldier Boy was... Well, remember in the mansion... Soldier Boy was the- gonna kill him and then he fucking killed, um... Because Soldier Boy was gonna kill him and Ryan. Yeah. And then he was like, no, you're not gonna kill Ryan. And Soldier Boy didn't give a fuck. Well, so I'm talking about even earlier on when they go to the mansion and they fight Homelander for the first mm-hmm. time. Oh, yeah, they, like, yeah, they had to Homelander, chase like, they, yeah. they couldn't hold Homelander down long enough mm-hmm. because Soldier Boy couldn't activate uh, the bomb. Yep. And you know, Homelander, the, his Homelander ability to kill him quick enough and he got away. And then at the end, we see Homelander does get hurt. I mean, he's he's uh, you have the ability to hurt him. Yeah. And May, I'm like, May was, yo. May was working him. May was lot. working him. I'm like, yo, she got every, like, every hatred for him. Like, And that virus is still out there. Well, I think that's what Butcher finds. I think... They don't show it. I think when you go, when he goes into that thing and he says, you know what he says. I think he walked into the cell where that kid was dead at. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think and he's, he's just gonna, gonna sample it. Yeah, yeah. I said, and I, yeah, I said that. Like, I definitely think he's gonna take the the virus and like Frenchie kinda, and Mother's Milk are gonna cook it up in the lab. Do something. Yeah, with cook it, it up in exactly. the lab. Get it to their. Well, another thing is, it, does Butcher even tell them that he's dying? Like, I don't. Well, think, I, think, I don't think that's in yeah, his character. I don't remember like, what they say because. I know in season three he finds out that the temp V like basically like putting like holes in his brain like you know what I'm saying like it, using it as much as he did is affecting him. I just don't remember if he told anybody or I think he kept it a secret. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. by the end yeah, like because they're all they're secret. all on the Flatiron building working together. Yep. And like but he does he keeps it to himself mm-hmm. that and that's why he stopped Huey from using it the last time that Huey was gonna do it because had Huey did it again he'd be in the same boat. Yep. So yeah, I definitely think that um, I don't think he's gonna tell him. I think he's gonna find it. Um, he's gonna try to work around it to where he doesn't have to tell them. And then it's finally going to, like, he's finally going to tell him it's going to be fucking chaotic there. So, mm-hmm. 
You know, definitely think the boys are going. They're going to win this year. I feel like Homelander got away with too much. Shit. I, I think they. I think they're going to get a win. This I year. think they got one more. I think season five is when they wrap it up because I, I just don't. I think the only reason I don't think they're going to beat Homelander yet is because Gen B got a season two. Mm-hmm. And Gen V season two has got to relate to them somehow. Yeah, got to relate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I would say. So do you think Gen V is going to get like two seasons and? I think Gen V is going to get two seasons, and I think that the boys will get five seasons, and then it'll end with the boys season five. That would make mm-hmm. sense. I to me, because I don't think they, I don't even think they want to start a, a, a extended universe. Because I don't, if I'm going to be honest with you guys, and it's going to sound biased, I don't really want to watch the boys if Homelander's not in it. It's just not really my yeah, thing. Yeah, it's just gonna, like because that's literally start. the whole point of the show mm-hmm. is that they is Homelander is the well, big. You don't bad. want him to drag it. Like, well, yeah, well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, that's why it's like, if you want you kill Homelander, like I'm done. I'm I'm I, you committed to the big. Just, you finish and I, what you and I always like I like it better when shows end on a high note. Yeah, that's good. You know, like, yeah, like I love that. Unless you like, got a really good story to tell that's out there that we don't know about and it makes sense. Just end it on a high note and yep. like, just yeah, yeah like, that's the way it should go. Like I want to see I want to see like. I don't I need s- a sequel. I don't need a spinoff. Like, like a little boy becoming the new Homelander. Homelander. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, like, I don't want, I don't like, or, and if he, so, like, a little Homelander's kid becoming, you know, like, nice, okay, that's not interesting. That's not the boys. And becoming bad is just, like, a, like, a, just a repeat. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't need that. So, just give me, like, a great finish and be done. Move on. Yep, because Butcher's, like, damn purpose in the fucking show is to kill off Homelander. So, once he's done, his, their, the whole boys fucking Yeah, the whole, the whole thing of the boys is pretty much done because, like, I know the boys don't, like, soups in general, mm-hmm. but, like, Homelander's been the main one because he had something to do with Homelander or with Butcher's wife. So, like I so said, once they beat Homelander, kill him, defeat him, whatever the case may be, I don't, I don't want to see yeah, anything else. It's, you could end the show good. at that point because, like I said, it would kill me for like for a show that I like as much as I do to have to watch it basically turn into a bunch of nothing. Yeah, you know? basically, and, and especially how Gen V. That's why I, I don't think it's, Gen V is going to be longer than two seasons either. I think now you just don't need it to be. You, you can you tell. Don't. You can definitely tell whatever story you need to tell after the fact. And like I said, they could connect a little bit. You could bring in the boys in Gen V season two, and like if that plays into the plan, and then. You could bring the Gen V cast into the boys season five, and mm-hmm. that's when everything culminates into the finale of the boys and Gen V in general. Yep. Now, I, I definitely don't. Now, with Gen V season two, I think that's going to be more towards like stopping Kate and Sam because there's no way in hell. Yeah, the, the boys I don't think the stop. I Homelander think Kate and Sam are going to be a big part of the boys season four, but I don't think it's going to be like they're going to get all killed in the boys mm-hmm. season. Yeah, four I think I think that's what Gen V season two is going to be kind of wrap up. You know, Kate and Sam are going to realize, okay, we got unfinished business with um, the rest of them, and you know, that's probably how it's going to uh, season two of Gen V is going to end. Now, what I am another thing that like. Obviously, Sam is very powerful. I don't know how that power struggle is going to go there between Sam and, and Homeland. Yeah, but I don't even... I still don't like that for as powerful as Sam is that we still haven't really seen anything, though. He, yeah, we watched, he him, we watched him get beat by polarity with a stun gun. That's what um, I'm saying. Or a stun like, rod, I guess. Like That's really kind of just what kills it for me. Like Obviously, we know he's powerful. He keeps saying it. And But I don't even know if Sam is going to be evil in the long run because we see he keeps fighting with himself on the inside. He keeps seeing his brother... The inner monologue, or whatever. So, like, how much longer is is, is he even gonna be evil? You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah, Homelander be like pushes a, buttons, like he might bring up his brother. Well, that's what like, I'm saying. Like, you know, I, Homelander's not, and I don't, I doubt Homelander's gonna be scared of him either. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, it's gonna be one of those things that'll be interesting. It's like, see, so you're you're right. Their dynamic will be interesting, especially with Sam having the severe mental issues that he does. Yep. So. Definitely, and I, and I and Homelander already has like trust issues. I don't think he's gonna trust Kate either. I think it's gonna be more like, a, okay, I saved you two. Y'all know what y'all did. Like, shut up and listen to me, or else. 
and you know I feel like it's gonna it's gonna boil over eventually. I think that that's probably gonna be a bad pickup for them, but Homelander's desperate right now. Honestly. Yeah, you gotta you gotta losing, put the, you gotta put the control. seven back together. Yeah, you gotta put the seven back together. You gotta put you gotta make soups you know stronger than what it is. Because honestly, if humans don't like soups, Homelander loses his power, loses his fucking everything. Like he's basically he he doesn't want soups to be because he's the fucking strongest soup. And if soups are going down, he's going down with them. So. Yeah, exactly. I I will I, I'll say because th- it seems like with the route they're going is going to be pretty similar to like what they did in the comics, where Homelander is basically going to take an army of soups and take over the White House. Mm. Um, obviously we've, they've been playing that angle the whole time. Victoria Newman's the vice president. She's running, and nobody knows that she's a soup except for the very few people that do. Yep. And you know she's running with, as far as I know, Bob Singer, who was a human. I could see them definitely going to something like that where he ends up like just storming the White House because he doesn't like whatever they do. Maybe they make a law against soups or something like that. And he's like, yeah, screw you. I'm just going to take this over. Mm-hmm. And I could see season four ending like that. And that's another reason why I think Kate... Like a hostile it, takeover well, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, Kate can definitely... I, I don't know how her powers with one hand, but like kind of manipulating humans mm-hmm. and then turning on each other. Mm-hmm. And then soups come through and save the day. Like, that's even more propaganda they can use. So, you know... Definitely, I I cannot wait until the boy season five. I, if y'all don't know y'all, I did not like when this podcast started and they were talking about Gen V. I did not have no knowledge of what they were talking. I I knew of the Homelander memes and stuff, but I didn't even watch it. And I literally binge watched it all October and uh, that in Gen V. So I'm caught up. You know what I'm saying? I locked in. I did what I had to do. Um, and I'm just I'm excited for season five. Honestly, man. Yeah, season yeah. season and. Well, season four for me was really cool, too, is uh, we're getting Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who is Negan from The Walking Dead, this big actor. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know who he's playing yet, but he's excellent every time he's on screen at anything he does. So I could see him playing a villain. He typically does play pretty bad guys. Yep. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they have in store for him, too, because that just keep bringing people in. Maybe, you know, maybe we get Soldier Boy again this season. I know he was captured <clears throat> by the CIA or whatever at the end of, the bo- of, of season three. Or maybe they save him for season five. I'm sure the, the Soldier Boy's not done. Yeah, you know? yeah, definitely. And then you, I think, because Butcher and Maeve basically took him out. Like, does he side with Homelander? Because if he sides with Homelander, we're cooked. Like, humans are fucking cooked. Like, he are they already got the dad son dynamic mm-hmm. that they tried to start. You really gotta hope that he that his son doesn't end up liking him, son. Cause, yeah, because they really shit, get crazy. That shit would be crazy for the humans, man. But yeah, like I said, I, I cannot wait for. Well, I, I'm not gonna say I can't wait for Gen V season two. I gotta see how the boys season four play out, oh, yeah. and then you know Gen V. But so for the boys, sum it up for me, man. Like, what did you think? Like, going by season by season. Like, I don't need a okay, summary so. of it all, but like, you have any favorite moments or stuff like that? Like, I, I I've been pushing this propaganda forever that A Train's season three arc is the best thing. Yeah, the definitely, show. definitely. So I would say season one. Um, <clears throat> again, we, I've heard of like Homelander, like. Like, he's fucking, he thinks he's good, and he's not. So, you know, he explodes the plane, episode one. I'm like, okay, he might have a reason to do that. And then that, I think it was episode two or three, when they uh, him and Maeve get off the, the plane. The actual, like, the I big was plane. like, whoa, because I put myself in, in their shoes. I'm like, yo, they probably think Homeland is the hero. Yeah, yeah because nobody them. knows anything bad about him yet. Like, as far as, at this point, like, he's still, like, in, in the media's eyes at this point, he's the perfect hero. Mm-hmm. So then after that, I'm like, yo, damn, he's crazy. But... As crazy as I thought he was, I'm like, yo, I can't wait till they kill him. Like, I'm going to butcher and all them kill. But as the show's going on, I'm like, yo, I'm going to lie. They can't kill him off. Like, he's too good of a fucking character. Like, and you, and if you, I don't know if you peeped too from Gen V. So, Dean Shetty, how, like, she wants to kill the soups and Homelander because that her kids, her kid and her husband were on that plane. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is a cool Easter egg, once again, if you pay enough attention. When they, he brought that plane down, he basically, you know, I don't know how she knows 
exactly that he did that because mm-hmm. no, but Maeve did have that do. video out. That's Maeve what I'm saying. That. Not that many people know about it yet, but maybe she found out because she's so close with Vought mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, that's so. a really cool one. But yeah, that that like so season one, man, they they set it up pretty quickly that Homelander is uh yeah, got a lot okay. more going on. Yeah, horrible person. Um, Kamiko and Frenchie, their dynamic I loved. Um, Mother's Milk again, one of my favorite characters. Probably awesome. him. Him. Um, Starlight. Starlight was solid, I guess. She gets better as the season. She gets goes better. Out. She definitely gets better, especially at the end of season three. Um, Huey. He was the main character for me in the first like couple. I would episodes. say I would that say like, the shit, first season. I think he's the main character. That but he kind of takes it back. He just kind of he just goes off. I mean, like season three, he kind of takes it again because he's doing all the stuff with Butcher. But mm-hmm. yeah, but his season three arc really bothers me because like he's like, oh, I want to save you. I want to yeah, save like, you. Like, man, you dating a suit? Like, just let her do her thing. Got like, it, bro. Like, come on, bro. Like, you know what I mean? But on all, um, let me see if there's any characters I just don't like. Butcher was Butcher is just I gotta accept him for what he is, man. The way he treated Ryan at the start of season three, it's crazy. He's making word, me mad. Man. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Like, you literally made a promise to to your wife before she died that you was gonna take care of this boy, and you end up not doing it. You let Homelander fucking manipulate him, and you just I don't know, man. So he's Butcher, the, he's, I mean, he's pretty much the reason that Ryan ends up with Homelander. That's what I'm saying, like, bro, just being a fucking. Now, you want to know my least favorite character, man? Mother's Milk's. Ex-wife's boyfriend in season three. Oh yeah, the, the <laughs> Homelander fan. Like, he yo, the worst character like, by a lot. Bro, like, nah, so he was really like going when Homelander lasers the dude's head off at the end of the season three. Man, he, he was cheering. cheering like, yo, like, you got go a whole back. like daughter at home. Like, come on, bro, lock in, bro. Yeah. Um, who else that not like? Um, again, I wasn't really interested in Frenchie and Kamiko to. The I, I, I think to me, so obviously to me, A Train is. Atrium's oh, yeah, arc yeah, is yeah, the best A-train. one to me. Like mm-hmm. I said, I, I in the season one, he's kind of like a. First of all, the opening scene of the boys is insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, it literally starts with A Train. That's <laughs> when I really I didn't like him at the start. I'm like, yo, he just did some bullshit. Like, like, he really runs, he really runs so fast. He literally turns her into mist. He literally says he got t- her teeth in his mouth. Like it's nasty. Like, and you know, so you see his thing where you know he he's taking the the. Gen, or what is that shit called? The, Compound uh, V. Compound V, yeah. You know, he cheats against Shockwave and wins the race. He's still the fastest man. Now you start to see it affects his health. By the end of it, he's, like, done. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He has a heart attack at the end of season one. Yep. And you know what I'm saying? And, like, this whole time, like, he's he's like a fiend to kit Huey. He's, like, you know, he plays Huey for everything. You know, you see him when he basically, like, kills his girlfriend, Popclaw, by making it look like she overdosed, even though, obviously, she didn't. And then it just continues, man. Season two, same thing. I mean, season two is a little bit worse for him because obviously at this point he can't run. Yeah, he can't run. Um, he's kind of, and then he's like, he does like the real cringy shit where he's like, you know, there's a lot of really weird stuff for him in season two. But season three is when he yeah, is where he I think it really comes back, especially you know when he apologized to Huey at the end. Yeah, in like that, um, fucking porn house, whatever. It was. Yeah, so it was like really season three for me is like. It was cool because, you know, he's trying to use his stuff to help. And, you know, he's like, okay, well, we got to go get Blue Hawk because Blue Hawk's basically only hurting black communities. You know, you bring them there. But maybe bringing them to a black community wasn't the smartest thing. Yeah. Because you already know. Like, you know but I, mean? I, I see, like, I don't think that I think the intentions were there. It was just mm-hmm. executed poorly. Yep. And then, obviously, you know, his brother ends up, like, getting his spine broken, which is, like, horrible. And, like I so said, to me, like, that's, like, the best part is when he does confront Blue Hawk at the mansion. He can apologize to Huey finally, and then he takes Blue Hawk, and even though he knows he's going to die if he does what he does, he wants revenge for his brother. 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, come on, that's a crazy way to kill somebody. Yeah, fucking. I mean, like, he, literally, he literally he literally throws him on the ground, grabs his foot, and runs as fast as he can. He literally dragging him on the ground. Yeah, that shit's crazy. But then like to see that what they end up doing with him is like they basically take Blue Hawk's healthy ass heart and put it in A Train. Yeah, it's make crazy because like that's like again. a crazy like one eighty. Like, mm-hmm. yo, yo, here's the person you hate the most. And we hey, we're going to tell you, yeah, have his heart, though. So now you can mm-hmm. run again. So you can run again. <laughs> like, he he low-key helping you out. But, that you shit is saying? crazy, so, man. Yeah, A-Train definitely the 180. I'm trying to think of some other characters that I really didn't fuck with at the start. I think um, they do a really nice job on that show with, like, giving characters redemption arcs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, everybody has kind of like. They, yeah, they take everybody arc. on a journey. Literally, and, everybody's redeemable by Homelander. Yeah, Homelander's <laughs> yeah. the only one that's really not had a journey, and he's not yeah. going to, he's which like, is great. Yeah. Like well, that, that, he, that, that, he, he just turned it worse and worse. Like, like, this is exactly you know. what I was talking about. Like, I remember when we first started this podcast with uh, just me and Jules, and I said, like, we were talking about villains, and I said, my biggest problem with like Marvel villains is that they always make them redeemable. Mm-hmm. Right. By the end of the Marvel show, movie or show, you're like, oh man, I kind of feel bad for the villain. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're doing this for a purpose. Homelander has no moral. There no, is no yeah. There's no redemption for him. That's there's what no, villains need to be. Like, he's not like, gonna see the light. Exactly. He's not gonna ever like, see. That's the like light. another one. Like okay, like Palpatine from Star Wars. You would never make <laughs> right. Palpatine good. Palpatine <laughs> yeah. is evil no matter what. Yeah. Like, and you know, like to some extent, Butcher goes on a little bit of a of a character development. But then he then he, then he but then he reverts right back. And that's why he's so good. And ultimately, like. I mean, realistically, I think the show ends with them both dead. Like it, it almost has to. Yeah, but I, and and I just love. I I mean, I, I I love all the characters on that show. But Butcher, to me, he's every episode. He's just a he's, tour. He, of yeah, you know, he steals the show every single yeah, time he's on the yeah, show. He's just great. I mean, you know, he's he's clearly the the star of it. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm glad they're using the actor as, um, like a variant. Wolverine. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, it's Carl Urban. Yeah, and, and actually, even in Star Trek, because he was in Star Trek, and he does like well, he was in Thor Ragnarok. He yeah, was the, a, uh, yeah. he was. He the plays the guy. Ragnarok. Like he plays yeah. so many good things, but he plays he plays the Doctor McCoy in the in the Star Trek reboot, and he's just so freaking good. Like like Leonard Nimoy saw him like do on set doing the performance, and he cried because it reminded him so much of DeForest Kelly, who played the original Doctor McCoy. Like yeah. the guy's such a good actor, and he the is. boys are so lucky to have like yeah. and, uh, well, and now, such and, a good character. And Mortal Kombat is coming out, and he's playing Johnny Cage. Oh, so, that's so good. Too. Yeah, so that's another like, good one yeah. too. You know, so I I think I know who what's his face is going to be. Um, the guy from Walking Dead is going to be Negan. Who do you think is? Gonna I think be? he's going to be the president. That'd be pretty dope. I'd like that because you you do need some you got to give him a good role. You know what yeah, I'm saying? You're getting Jeffrey role. Dean Morgan. You got to give him. something. He won't be a soup. I because I don't think the president's a soup. I think the I think he's just a normal human in yeah. uh, in the comics. Mm-hmm. But I, he's supposed to be like real, you know, like Ronald Reagan. Yeah, like, he's, he's not a good president. Yeah, no, no. But I mean, I can't blame him. It's fucking soups is running around killing people. Like, what do you do as a president? Like, no, for sure. Like you fucking your military can't stop them. You, you you call for other countries. If I'm another country, and you call me to kill him. Shit. We stand our ass right. Yeah. Hey, good luck, bro. Good yeah. luck, man. Yeah, but they say the boys definitely like every single season always just has some good moments. Like I said, you brought up obviously the plane scene. Um, what else is there in season one? You get the is season one where they, is that the whale scene in season one? Where he drives the whale, where he drives the boat into the. Remember when the deep's on the beach? I think that's season two. Is that season two? I think that's season two. Because yeah. I know, I know it's like you say, two. like there, yeah, deep, just, the deep was just, they're just, I don't dude, know. Dude, the deep I is really just out care. there, man. He's, like, he's living his life. He's just chilling, man. I, I can't hate him. I'll say like some of the best, like I said, like so season two, I think definitely has some really good shock fair moments. Obviously, you get the girl from the CIA who gets her head popped pretty early on. Mm-hmm. The one that was helping butcher and all them. Um, the the courtroom scene is obviously insane. Where you know they're all in there, and then everybody's head starts popping, and obviously the reveal at the end that Victoria Newman is the one that's doing it all is pretty shocking because I don't think anybody would have guessed that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that's a, that's like that's like good shock factor to me. 
but that's kind of like a thing too where like you know you see her threaten some of these bigger villains and you see her threaten Homelander and Starlight and like that she makes her nose bleed I just don't think she her abilities can make them die mm-hmm. you know and that's kind of like where like everybody's like oh well Marie's gonna be one of them to beat Homelander like I don't think so like, I, really yeah. don't, I don't think she's that strong you know yeah. what I'm saying she, probably, be, she, she's, she can help she can be resistant she like, can definitely like definitely it, affect but... him but I don't think it's like somewhere where, like she could like, easily be like oh yeah Homelander you're dead and I'm gonna pop your fucking skull like, it's just yeah. not like it's, it's gonna, gonna take happen. it's gonna take cause I mean like Homelander's obviously I'm not gonna try to compare like Homelander's strength to Stormfront but it took like five people to beat Stormfront, Stormfront yeah like so I can imagine with Homelander and that was like, another crazy one too like that, that was kind of like where A-Train's redemption arc starts because he he's the one that brings them the stuff to leak about Stormfront. Yep. And you know, like and her character was like that was another really cool thing too, like to see that backstory where she was married to Doctor Vaught like back in the day, and he she was the original test subject for the Compound V, and you know you find out she's a Nazi and all that, like, mm-hmm. you know, which is insane. Like you know, saying like how do you even think of stuff like that? Exactly. Yeah. So definitely, it, it's so many like good twists and turns in in that show. Um, I'm I'm definitely glad I watched it. Uh, like you said again, A Train's uh, 180 was definitely great. To uh, me, it's definitely like it's probably been my favorite part of the show so far for a character, I should say. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you know, like um, I just I don't have enough words to say. But like, say Anthony Starr, man, he's probably like top three actors for me right now. Like, I want to see him in more stuff. Obviously, Homelander's his big thing. I would like to see him. I know when I said if they redo the DCU Flash, like I need him as a Reverse Flash. Like I need mm-hmm. him as like somebody else that's evil. Yep. I don't want to typecast a guy. I, you know, like. You already played an evil guy your whole career. I get that, but he plays it too well. Like Homelander's one of those characters when they come on screen, you get scared. Yeah, because you don't know he's what one is going to happen. Like, like you know, it, and sometimes you know, I feel victim to this as Marvel. Like I see Chris Evans, Captain America, automatically. Like yeah. I see Anthony Starr, automatically Homelander. Yeah, like, like that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like he's just like you know, like when you play a character that well, like you, know, you don't want to typecast the guy into something like that forever. But yeah. like, he just like when he's on screen, you get scared. You're like, damn, what is he about to do? Or it gets to the point where Homelander is playing Anthony Starr. Like, no, literally, like, like literally he just like looks evil too. Like everything about him the way he does his facial expressions like everything about him like even like you look him in the eye you're like damn like this motherfucker is evil I seen a GQ interview they said who's um who like offset acts like your character and they all point to Anthony Starr I'm like yo y'all did that a little bit too Too casual like Like, I say like he probably he just looks evil bro like everything about him he just looks like he looks exactly what Homelander is like and I never heard of him before the boys I don't know what he did before Mm -hmm. the boys that was clearly like his breakthrough but that was like perfect casting. Like you know, when they when they go down and they talk about like characters that were casted perfectly, they couldn't have casted Homelander better than they did. They yeah. probably couldn't have casted Butcher better either. Yeah, they definitely. got lucky those with Carl two, Urban. Yeah, those two are just and, and then like on screen the tension between those two every time because we all know Homelander could easily kill Butcher, mm-hmm. but it's just that tension like that Butcher doesn't back down. And... Like ever, he does not care. Like, yeah, he's not scared yeah. of Homelander at all. Yeah, so um, definitely, definitely, definitely a good show. I'm super excited for. Uh, Season four to come out, and like I said, that just keep advancing the story. Yep, definitely. Um, one last topic I do want to talk about though, fucking Grand Theft Auto Six. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna talk about it now because we weren't even fucking thinking of podcasts. Probably was like ten podcasts in the world when fucking Grand Theft Auto Five came out. Like, you know what I mean, but yeah, man. goddamn. So this Grand is crazy. Grand Theft Auto Six is coming out with news soon. I've been seeing people post like. How I looked when GTA 5 came out, how I looked when GTA 6 got announced. Just because it got announced, don't even mean it's coming out next That's year. What I'm like, saying. That could be they, another year still. They, the like, first GTA 5 trailer dropped two years before the game. That's what I'm saying. So, so we might be waiting until 2026 for this, mm-hmm. 2025 even. Um, it's cool, man. Like, GTA is obviously like a staple. You know what I'm saying? When you think of gaming, like, that's a, that's a staple product. 
especially now with the console power and all that we have. I mean, they could. This could be like one of the biggest games ever. Easily. I've been seeing reports that this is like the most expensive game ever made, like one to two billion dollars worth of mm-hmm. of stuff was put into it. Yep. Which they're gonna make back. Yep. I they have so much time to work on it. And, and as I'm saying, this it. game has probably been in development before GTA Five even released. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. This is obviously I think even if they it did cost them one to two billion, that will be made back pretty easily. They put out that tweet, not a not a logo, not a trailer, but out a tweet saying that, that GTA six trailer will drop in December and it got a million likes. Million on likes Instagram easily. and a million likes on X. Easily. Like Like that's how much hype there is behind behind these games. That's what I'm saying. Now, there's people that are still buying GTA five and playing. GTA five like, they're playing it every day. That's like what I'm saying. every so, day. And, and, and GTA Five, there's like basically damn near did everything that you can as a fucking great photo character. Like mm-hmm. you robbing banks, you got fucking you owning airports, a, yeah. and all types of shit. Like, like that's just like as deep as you could get. So like now, like I know that whatever they do with this next one is gonna make it look minuscule because you're probably gonna be able to do everything in this next game. Yeah, like, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. If it's like multiple areas in the map. Like you mm-hmm. know, like the map size is probably gonna be like outrageous. Yep, you definitely. Know what I'm saying? With the way the power of the consoles are going, like I said, this is not this game probably is another year or two away. So by then it'll be even worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you they're know, definitely so. gonna have to probably make the map bigger. Um, they're they're gonna probably end up adding the same like heist and shit into Grand Theft Auto Six, but. I think that was too popular to take out. Yeah, I think they'll do probably gonna do something like that. And like I, GTA, like no matter what, is always a playable game, even if you're not a multiplayer person, just for the single player story. Yeah, definitely. You know, so it's definitely exciting um, to get it announced finally. Like, you know, people have been making jokes about it forever that we were gonna die before we got GTA Six. Nah, we're. Bro, I mean, that, that, that GTA Six came out in 2013, or GTA Five came out in 2013. 2013, bro. I, I remember when it came out. I remember literally buying it. I bought. I had a physical copy of GTA Five. Mm-hmm. I still got my physical copy. Yeah, like I literally, literally had a physical copy. I remember buying that. Shit, or my parents buying me for that shit. Like I was like, I, it's crazy because it came out right before the next gen did. It came out at the end of the 360. Mm-hmm. But right like, before right, the Xbox One, like I mean, it was like like right before. Yeah. So, so like it dropped on 360, and then it also dropped for the Xbox One because I got the 360 version, and then I got the Xbox One for Christmas, and I had mm-hmm. to get the Xbox One. Version. Yeah, that's that's what I yeah that's what I did because I told my mom. Well, my mom. She let me play Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I was my, like, I'm not. I said, I'm not even gonna sit here and like. So like, my parents never cared about what I was playing. Growing yeah, up. Like, I was like ten. I, I was ten when the game playing came a bunch out. of BS. Like, man, I was playing Call of Duty at like eight years old, bro. So <laughs> yeah, like I was like ten when the game came out. Like so, I'm fucking playing the game. Um, yeah, that those is memories, man. All the memories like playing the, the online, multi, the bro. The, the multi, multiplayer. Like, I felt like now I feel like I can. Like now I'm kind of sad that Grand Theft Auto 6 come out. Like bro, I've literally been building this character for ten, for 10 years. Ten years. Like, well, see, imagine money, people that play that shit like religiously though, like every single day. Like that's you, what I'm that, saying, none like, of that's carrying over, bro. You like, like every, literally build a bond with that character, like for fucking. You, you've been on the same account for ten years. You got every single thing in the online. Word. And now like, you're about to have to hit the reset you button. The reset <laughs> button after a decade. Well, like finally. Yeah, that's crazy that games can do stuff like that, man. Like, it's like a decade off, and then you can just come right back. Like, come that's right crazy. Back, that's what I mean. And, and they still were making money. And you're gonna, I say, you know how much money was probably spent? Like, I, I would love to know how much money they made off of just GTA Five. Like, between purchases and then motherfuckers buying like shark cards mm-hmm. and like the and, in-game and money, the PC version, yeah, and all bro, that stuff. Like, yeah. I, I know that. Like, that's probably they probably used all that and to fund this next game and still had a lot left over. Definitely, man. I, I cannot wait till that game come out. Yeah, that'll uh, be fun, especially for you, man, as a content creator. Like, yeah. you'll be streaming the game and all that. Like. That'll be funny. Yeah, that should like, be that's, that'll, that be, should that'll be that'll be big for you. Like that'll be some shit right there. That should be lit. See, you you can stream the multiplayer on there. You can stream the single. You can stream the, the story. It'd be funny as hell, man. I, I can't wait, man. I did see you know one of my mans. I ain't gonna say his name because you know he's so around with Briss. You know what I mean? He he sold me twenty four hours ago. Uh, badly. You know, can't take care of the ball. But um, yeah. he he was talking about stuff as little as pain 
to ride airplanes on Grand Theft Auto. I said, yo. Well, no, I saw some, bro, listen. I saw a tweet that was like, oh, they better add fast travel to GTA 6 because I'm not driving 15 minutes across the map. Like, that's the whole point. Bro, listen, y'all. I'm going to tell <laughs> that, you that right now. Really it's Grand Theft Auto. It, <laughs> like, it's customization. Like, there's certain shit in video games that y'all had to realize these developers look that us as consumers don't care about. Why the fuck would I pay to go on an airplane in Grand Theft Auto 6. I can steal the airplane. <laughs> I can steal it and fly there quicker. Why would I wait in line, pay $80 that I'm going to make in probably 10 minutes on that game? That was no, probably, that was probably like, quadruple that in 10 minutes and go ride an airplane. There was like people that was like uh, when Spider-Man 2 first dropped and they were like, bro, why can't I ride the Ferris wheel? Like, why like, do you why? care about that? Like, come on, bro. You are playing as like, Spider-Man, Like, bro. you can literally zip line up there and fucking... Go around and like, come on, bro. You were literally say like, you, you you guys want too much. Your open world ideas are stupid. Like, like you know, why? Like, and another thing, like, okay, y'all want to go in every building. How many times are you gonna go in every building? Do you go as a human? Do you say, oh, that's a cool ass building. Let me just walk in there and look. Like, no. Like, you go into the shit that you need like, to. You want to go into somebody's apartment? Like, <laughs> like, why the bro. fuck would I want to walk into a damn dentist and grant a photo? Like, come on, bro. Like, little shit like Literally, that. Like, I never understand that. Well, it looks open. Like, I don't care. Like, like that's the come whole point, on, bro. Like, 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 come on, man. As a consumer, y'all gotta chill out. Like, I know y'all want the realism, but. I, Nobody's walking into every building. Nobody's paying for taxis. Nobody's paying for airplanes. We're stealing those shits on that game. Like we're criminals. Like, <laughs> come on, bro. They they're probably not gonna let us on an air, air airplane. Like you're on the no fly list for like, sure. <laughs> come on, bro. Like come on, bro. That shit don't make no sense, man. And then people want more realistic. Uh, like people want your wanted levels harder and shit yeah, like, like no, that. Like bro, it's already hard enough. You go get a five star one level. You tell me how hard. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like bro, at IRL, kill a bug. If if you're a cop and you're okay, you got one or two star. You see the guy, he's driving. He get out of his car, pulled an RPG. Are, are you? you, you I'm, driving, keep, I'm driving away. Yo, everybody, come over here and keep, like, no. Like, that's some shit. You go fall back and go go get the damn SWAT, military. Somebody just get out of their car and shoot you an RPG. Like, mm-hmm. come on, bro. Like, y'all open world ideas. Y'all, y'all got to be better, man. And so, to touch on another game real quick, too. So, we obviously watched Invincible <laughs> last week. Omni-Man just dropped a Mortal Kombat 1 today. Yep. So I'll definitely be playing that later because uh, it's probably gonna be crazy, man. I, his one of his fatalities is literally when you hold it when you like when he held Mark up in the train, bro. Yeah, that shit is crazy. So uh, I'll definitely be on that later. Call of Duty drops tonight too. I know that's kind of like a dying breed nowadays, but yeah. I'm I definitely still... thinking about buying Call of Duty, but, but I just gotta see. Like I said like the gameplay to me has definitely looked improved. Like I didn't like MW two. I, I I was I played it. I didn't like it though. Mm. But everything looks improved in the maps. I think the maps are probably what the biggest draw is. It's sixteen classic maps. Everything from the old Call of Duty, they brought back, like, Terminal, Estate. It's all old maps. And it's just something I play every year. I'm actually, it's, like, something that I'm good at, and I don't need other people to be good at it with me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm ass at Call of Duty. I'm so, ass. like... That's what I'm thinking about streaming. Like, as content creator, if I stream that, like, I'm so ass at that game. Like, it would be funny. Shit, like, me, boy, say, I feel like it'd be shit. Even if you got me, you, and Jules playing, that'd be, I'd be clowning. That'd be funny well. sh- I'm so ass. Because, like, like, that's, like, my thing, too, where it's, like... That's like I, that's all I was telling Jules because Jules like you really buying it. I was like yes, bro. I was like because I was like I'm sick and tired of playing like 2K where I gotta rely on everybody to be good to win games because we never have everybody Ooh. that's good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I can get on Call of Duty right now, load up, and go crazy and win a game by myself. <laughs> but I can't do that on 2K. Yeah, can't, can't, can't. I wish I could on 2K, man. Yeah, especially after 2K. I played 2K last night. I got on 2K for the first time in like a month. No, not a month. Like three weeks. Play, play one, one game, game. Got off. play one game, got off. Can't Literally add. the worst loss I've ever took. Him. I, I, I don't speak on it, man, because 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 it's gonna be mad. I'm gonna turn to a, a different person. On this yeah, I don't, I don't want to. I don't even want to speak on it too long, man. It, it was just it was crazy work. I, there's no defending it. It's just what it is, I guess, man. I mean, it's defending it. I mean, taking the ball from somebody four yeah, times, I guess, you know, bro. in a quarter. Like, yeah, passing it to your center when the point guard next to you. Man, you know what I mean? Like, ah, you're my center. I need you with the bar right here. We throw it up twelve. Up twelve. Like, lost. But, but, it but, but, but we, it, it don't matter though. Who's we, we gonna, gonna win? win. So, 
Send the kiters online. Nah, mm. But you know, it's it's life. It's life. Mm-hmm. Everybody make mistakes, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, four oh, times man. in a row. But Sickening, man. I guess, man. But four times in a row. Um, Dan, you want to add anything? Nah, man. This was this was. I feel like we talked about what we needed to talk about. I, I had some fun. Yeah, I'm um I'm gonna speak on some real quick. Um, a lot of you guys, um, not a lot of you guys. But some people do ask me about some tips on being a content creator, and I just want to tell you guys. Number one, you guys need to really be dedicated to making content. Um, I consider just content, even though it's kind of seamless. Like we just go in here and talk about some things that you know we really talk about on a day to day basis. But being a content creator, you have to be dedicated, and you have to be yourself. Um, you know, there is, you know, metas out there or things that you could follow. But um, in terms of, you know, being yourself, you know, there's how many costinets are there in the world? How many um, speeds are there in the world? Like, those guys are, are where they're at right now for being themselves and being dedicated. Um, so as a content creator, you know, like myself, you know, just being yourself, staying true to yourself, and just keep working, being dedicated. I was one of those people where... You know, I see like a video. Oh, I'm taking a break. I'm taking a mental break from streaming or something like that. I'll be like, bro, all you're doing is playing video games. Mental break, but bro. like, but now that's what I'm saying. Now I'm looking at it, I'm like, yo, you really got to put hours into this. You got to, you know, you know, as a streamer, you got to sit up there and you know have to entertain your chat to talk to your chat. Because sometimes I play the game, I just don't talk. Like, it's literally sit there and don't talk. And then you have to talk. You have to entertain your chat. Um, you have to show your personality off. Um, you know, you have to be an internet figure. Um, even not with streaming, YouTube, you got to edit your videos, you got to, you know, come up with ideas, you got to stay consistent, you got thumbnails, all that. So just being a content creator, number one, for for me, I think is just be dedicated and you got to have fun with it. You cannot, the content creation cannot be your job until you have fun with it. Then you can start adding, you know, different um, dynamics to it. But if you're sitting here saying, oh, I got to hit, you know, a million followers, a million subscribers, like start off with small goals, keep working, keep pushing even if one person watch your video, ten people, a hundred people, it's progress, yeah. It's and progress. I think that's really a big thing with a lot of people too, is that like they expect the numbers right away. Yeah, expect it's the numbers right away. Happen. Like me and Jewel started our this podcast in his apartment mm-hmm. back in May. Yeah, we didn't see numbers like that our first couple months, but we did it every week consistently until we got lucky enough to have Rich bring us in here to emerge. Yep. And now we were growing every single every single week more and more and more and more, and we're starting to see. Some of the fruits of our labor part to pay off, mm, and, it's, and it's seamless. And it's seamless because because and this, uh, this is the least this stuff. Some... That, and his demand said, "This is the least stuff that we we're not talking about anything special here. This is literally what we talk about on the game. Mm-hmm, this definitely. is like this might as well be a, a PS uh, a Discord chat right now. Yep, exactly. This is what we talk about every time we're on the game. Like we're not doing anything extra crazy, you know. Jules obviously puts in a lot of work to edit our videos. Demand posts them all onto our social medias after the fact. And then you know that they're dedi- we're all dedicated to what we're doing here. Yep. And you need and so and obviously when you start to see the numbers bump up, you get excited. It's exciting, mm-hmm. but you can't expect it as you soon as expect. you start. You know, you're not, not everybody that you know is going to support you just because you share a link. That's what I'm saying. Not and and I'll, I'm the main one. Like as a content creator, I do not want you to to like and share all my videos just because it's me. If you genuinely enjoy my content and my videos, then do that. But your friends, your peers are not going to make you rich. Mm-hmm. The people out there, that's who you need to network your, your content towards mm-hmm. because there's only so much your friends and, you know, people around you can do. Um, you know, people would rather be at work or my family, my friends, but, oh, you got a podcast. Oh, oh, your TikTok friends or whatever. But I look at it as I'm not done yet. Like, I still have so much more I want to do in, in, as being a content creator. Well, you know what I tell everybody when they call me, and I appreciate you guys being here and, and everybody that comes here into Emerge, is that there's so many people that reach out to me and like, I want to build this brand and I want to do this. And I'm like, and I say to them like, well, 
you have to like what you're doing. Like, you have to want to do it. You got to want to do That's it. A, there are days you don't want to do this. Like, no, yeah. Right? I mean, yeah like, but you have to want to just, you want your fans to like what you are producing. Mm. And, and it, it may be not everybody will like it. So you have to find your fans mm. and, and, and you want the right people. <laughs> to like yourself, yeah. To like, like you, there, yeah. there's the people that you want to reach. Like you want those people to like what you're doing. You don't care if everybody likes what you're doing, no. but no. you just want to find that group of people, and you wanna you want them to like it because you enjoy creating it. Mm-hmm. So if you're not enjoying creating it, and you're doing it because you're gonna you want to be famous or you can tell the people that are just fake, and they're like, even when I watch a little bit of gaming stuff, I laugh because it's like people just like. It's like you're not funny. You're putting on a facade for it. And it's fake. It's like they're not, yeah, like they're a fake personality. Like, just be who you are. Yeah, be, exactly. That's that's the only way, that's that's really the only way as like a content creator, even as a streamer, you're going to make it. Like, there's so many people out there in the world that's already bigger than you. Mm -hmm. You trying to beat them is not going to get you nowhere. People already watch them because of that. So if they they got to watch you try to copy it. Yeah, why would I watch you? Like, why (laughs) why, why would I watch a person with, with, with no, with, Ten followers yeah, try co- trying to, be... to copy Kai Sinat. Yeah, I can like, go watch Kai Sinat. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It's just like, <clears> as a content creator, you, you gotta love it. You gotta be dedicated to it. It's some days I don't want to stream or edit videos, stuff like that. But that's what I gotta do. Like, I know I want to be somewhere in life one day, and I, I gotta keep pushing forward and, and, and driving to be there. So that's really my advice to all content creators that starting off. Don't be, you know, all worked up about the views. Like, you know, it's gonna take time. It's gonna take. Every like last year on this time I had like three K on TikTok. Now I got like eleven thousand. Like just stuff like that. Just working every time, working every day to to grind. Yeah, um, you're gonna make a video and you're gonna be disappointed because you only got like fifty views or right. something. Mm-hmm. But did those fifty people like it? Right. And, and mean, then that's gonna make you better for the next one. Exactly. because so, every time you create, you're getting better at it, right? You're gonna get better at it. So you wanna just keep improving and then you're gonna hit. That one video is gonna hit gonna and hit, you're gonna yeah. get a thousand. It takes it take one video, it, it, it takes one yeah. time. It just it, takes it, a couple and maybe the right person out there, uh, you know, like on a Twitch type of thing where somebody sees it on there. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Like, and yeah. that's what that's what happened. Dude. When you we know? were streaming, um, this dude named Shout Out Dimes, my boy, oh, I remember this. I literally remember this. rated me. I had like two hundred viewers in my Twitch chat when we was playing two K, son. And it changed my whole. I got affiliate off of that. I started getting paid off Twitch, like off of that one stream. And I streamed every night. Like it takes that one day, that that one moment. Like the worst that can happen is the shit that's already happening in your life right now. Like you post that video, like how oh, should I post that video? Just post it. Like what's the worst that's gonna happen? Like you know, so just go a out there. A lot of and people podcasting and and content creation is just about. It's like it's almost like therapy for him. Mm-hmm. It's just it, you know you got your job or you got whatever, and then you you like you got to do that and you got to cut the grass and pay the bills. But then you have the ability to like go and and just be entertained. Yep, like, that, and that's have this twenty. You know when I was a kid, when right, I was your right, age, right. like mm-hmm. we had nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Sure. And, 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 and I work with kids, so like I can't show off my the personality that you know I can't. There's certain things I got to chill out on. Like, like here, I can't talk the way I talk in front of the children. But as soon as I get off work, man, I, I'm going crazy on stream. Like, I'm saying what I want to say. But around the kids, you know, I got to be positive role model. Yeah, you got to be different. You know what I mean? I get on there and try to be a positive role model on, on fucking TikTok or Twitch. Like, that's only going to be so far. Yeah, like, I got to, you know, I got to be a little uncut. You know, money uncut. You know? <laughs> but, um, yeah. And then another thing I will say, though, um, before we get off here, um, you're going to have people that doubt you or give you negative comments, stuff like that. Um. It's part, it's part, it's of, part it. of it. it really and honestly, is, honestly, you really can't do the things that you want to be like as a content creator without the negative and the because they're gonna 
the people around you, some some people are yes men. They're gonna just tell you, oh, it was a great idea, it was a great video, regardless. You need those people to be like, oh, this shit was, oh, the quality, this, this, and that. So you can really look at it from a different perspective because everybody's not gonna like your videos. Mm-hmm. Like you could be the most positive person in the world. Some people say, oh, you're too positive, or um, you're, you're just lying, or you're being a fake persona. You need yeah. that negative. And sometimes <clears throat> I'm not saying all the time. Sometimes you need that negative energy or that negative comment or something like that to really, you know, change your perspective. Do not let that take you over. Yeah, don't, 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 day, don't sit there and overthink it either. Like, that's what bro. I'm saying. Because at the end, end of the day, day, that person is behind a keyboard. He probably typed it and moved on. He, yeah. he probably doesn't even he not, he, not, he, he, he literally just did it just to do it. He's trolling you. He's mm-hmm. doing whatever. He's never going to think about what you ever again. That's what I'm saying. He, so, he, he, just, he just stumbled across your video, said what he had to say, and left. That's what I'm saying. So you need, you kind of need that, that that different perspective on things. Like, like I know sometimes, like, like we post a video... Some people in the comments don't agree with it. Like, yeah. what do you do? Is then like it's sports or movies all like that? We, we talk about a, a lot of opinionated things. We cannot let that one person's opinion ruin our whole oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, and, and nobody's opinion is gonna change what we think either. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, we feel how we feel, and they feel how, how they feel, and that's why we like the interactivity. Like at the end of the day, like whether it's negative or positive, if you feel like what we said is wrong or you don't agree, then like, why don't you think that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Why don't you agree with what we have to say? And then it, we go off there. It's just what it is. Yeah. So. That's just my advice to all content creators, man. Just be yourself, dedicate yourself to to it. Um, just and don't take again, don't take it. I mean, making money. Um, I I I've started. I'm I'm blessed enough to start making money off um my content, but it's it's only, you know, I can't just give up now. I gotta keep keep grinding, and um, hopefully one day, man, here virtual souls, we can be the biggest podcast in the world. Um, I could be as big as content creators I can be, and you know we can have fun and and enjoy ourselves doing it. So. Um, thank you guys for tuning in to Virtual Ultras Podcast. We love and appreciate y'all, and we'll catch you guys next time, man.